Welcome. Hey. To the- hey, hey, hey. What? Let me do this. Hold on just a second. Oh, fine. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, Marks and Tricks, sit on your ass and listen to this. It's the MMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMM
I mean, they just added all the episodes of Thunder, so. Yeah, they just added Thunder. Wow. They still can't add all the fucking WCW Saturday night where I can get my fucking gambler fix. I would buy the network again. Look, I where's the level some some Jindrak and O'Hare episodes of Thunder? <laughs> Why not? Top search result: Billy Kidman, Hulk Hogan feud. Oh my god, nice! I, I miss the glacier like Thunder stuff. <laughs> That's a glacier in a hotel lobby trying to sign gimmicks. Dude, you are such a dick for not getting me glaciers autographs. <laughs> Especially with the amount of time Byron spends with him. It wasn't his fault, man. It was it was Bischoff. <laughs> Dude, I found some fucking footage of Glacier as Roy, Ray Lloyd fucking doing shoot-style UWF shit in Japan. And he was a jobber then, too. But, you know, it's uh, it was him. It was fucking Glacier doing almost legit MMA. I mean, it was fake, but it was good. When is Eric Bischoff's wrestling news website starting up? That's when we could get all the real stories, right? I don't know, dude. When's my fucking when's my fucking horror comics webpage that you were supposed to design for me going up, Byron? Uh yeah. I don't do that anymore. Where you're gonna I, I, I've had a staff infection all week. I've been sleeping in bed after work every day. Wait, now how did you get staff? Was this from rolling around backstage at Lucha Underground? <laughs> with somebody? I was just working out with open wounds on the mats. I didn't think that'd be a problem. No, tell me tell me what nasty ass gave you the staff so we can avoid that person. Who was it? Well No, um I had stitches in my back and I kept working and I kept working in the hot sun and sweating and so Justin, um, which trio's champion do we want to bury by saying it was them that infected the belt that Byron put on their shoulder? So exactly. I, well, my, my wound got infected and I have a staph infection. Spoilers. <laughs> Gross. Well, I mean, look, you're talking about the current trio's champions, which are Mac, Dante Fox, and Killshot. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> you see, I didn't know that. You spoiled that for me. Well, you haven't watched season three. You were were there, dude. I've I've actually I did start. I started watching uh, season three again last night. Actually, I'm trying to make my way through it. Um, I do have to say something about because I'm so far out of the loop. I haven't been in the podcast game for a long time. I gotta say, the sexy star and PJ Black match that was a fucking stinker. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, -uh. I don't believe. minute uh dude uh, you know i back sexy star from the get-go but after that match i was just like yeah i'm an idiot look i backed (laughs) sexy star too because i found the the writing for her very entertaining and i didn't mind her entirely as a person at the time maybe that was my mistake Mm. (laughs) um I didn't i didn't i didn't hate on it i mean i thought dj wrote good stuff for her i mean like Yeah, def- definitely. He definitely wrote good stuff for her. It's just the fact that she couldn't perform. I, I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of shitty performers that have gotten over because they got a great angle or a great gimmick, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to hold that against Lucha. I'm pretty Under- sure Roach wrote that if you think it was a good gimmick. Hey, I'm a CM Roach guy. We've determined that. I love Roach. What were you saying about people with shitty wrestlers getting over? I'm just saying <laughs> you keep talking about this writer guy named DJ. I don't think anyone knows who that is. Don't you talk about the warrior like that. <laughs> Wait, oh, Byron. More talented than sexy star ever was. Byron, I said everyone was coming in hot today. Everybody had hot takes on something. Do you no. have a hot take on on Chris no. DeJoseph, your your follower on Twitter? He he does follow you, doesn't he? Um, 
I'm checking right now. No. <laughs> what happened was what? The answer is followed no. me after um the tapings. Like wait, we're all wait, hanging out. Wait, wait, like wait, wait, stop, people. stop, 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 stop. He follows the Twitwow guys. Both of follows them. Follows Twitwow. And their guests. Like and their, I, re- their I remembered guests. why I don't like Twitwow, by the way. Just because oh, they call oh, me motherfucker. Wait, wait, wait. He follows he follows Urban and J Man for sure. Follows me. And he I've called yeah. Cecophiliac on the air repeatedly. He's called him a Fecophiliac, Byron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He follows Meefloaf. Okay. Who doesn't even well, live in this country. That's, that's confusing. He yeah, follows that he follows Jim. And people Does don't he? even know Jim is on this podcast. No, <laughs> Jim is the official. Uh, DJ does not follow me. I'm going to check right okay, now. Okay, DJ doesn't follow positive. you. Well, DJ, but- if you really want to hurt Byron's feelings, you need to follow Jim. <laughs> no, it's just DJ did follow me. And then <laughs> Urban. What is it? What is it? Real Jimmy V? Yeah, the real Jimmy V. I can confirm that DJ is not following me. Okay, so yeah. both of Schmucks, it's but that hey man, he followed me and he paid my fucking bar tab. I'm just saying, <laughs> he was gonna he was gonna fly you out for the I, tapings. Okay, yes, Urban. So we asked him the question. We said, you 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 said to us, man, fuck the- if DJ will fly me out and get me good seats and put me up, I'll fucking come to Ultima Lucha. So we asked DJ after the show of course we said dj was <laughs> of course of course flown urban out and paid for him and put him up got him some drinks and an uber and everything and he was like of course i would he was drunk wasn't he he was drunk not yet he had he <laughs> well, i don't know yet. i mean what, he was what? sober and he said that wow he was, rel- was- he was relatively sober it was saint patrick's day should that um, be caught him before he got to the bottom third of the jaeger bottle oh, oh, so did jim How many it was like a costco there? bottle jim did about you guys know that he dances? What's that? So all, all the jankum you know? that he brewed up beforehand. <laughs> so basically, we had to choose. Wait, and it was wait, cool wait! I'm not even done. Byron, I'll let you get back to it. Wait, wait, wait! Oh. They even both follow. Dig, all of them follow the Digging Underground guys, and those guys aren't even doing a podcast anymore. They did like four of them and quit. I don't and even they still follow those, those guys. Casey's old school is fucking. He doesn't even know Digging Underground. They were like, mm. they were the best I worst never, podcast about Lucha Underground ever. I really? Uh, they got the best. <laughs> they like to differ. I've got a few episodes of the MMM show to listen to. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Byron, how did this happen? What What did you do? What did you do? What happened was I woke up one day and I look at my Twitter notifications. I see Urban had said that um krista joseph's favorite lucha podcast was digging underground and then krista joseph replies fake news i'm unfollowing his ass and he unfollowed me so what you were spreading lies about D- dj i'm on the east coast i was asleep urban you motherfucker hey man hey. i was i was watching your podcast with ev dub and <laughs> i was like what is this digging underground shit? I was like, this is bullshit. I've been told differently <laughs> like in person. So I had to call it out. You got to call the shit when you see it. And um, DJ basically just put a stop to that real quick. Hey, Urban, <laughs> Urban, have you ever said anything to Chavo about Byron by any chance? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's blocked by Chavo and he claims he doesn't know why. I, I maybe, I don't know. I was drunk a lot. Uh, I respect <laughs> Chavo and the Guerrero family. 
We've been wanting to get Chavo on the show, but he blocked fucking Byron. So there's just bad blood everywhere. I talked to Chavo this week. He won't do the show as long as Byron's around. I don't know what Byron did, uh, but clearly it was something. I think I think he made some inappropriate comments about Pepe. Oh, <laughs> I miss Pepe. I yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Bro, you can't like fucking But when you say you want to pull the stick out of Pepe and fill the hole, that's like that's kind of inappropriate, man. That's crossing the line. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, what you just said. Uh, I I I, can I know I know you don't know what that means because you haven't filled a hole in your entire life. <laughs> well, does the butthole count just How do you have how do you make jokes about me getting infections from banging someone? This play, this and then really a minute later, you're like, you never banged anyone. Like, there's logic gaps. No, 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 no. I didn't say you had never banged anyone. I'm not calling you a Blood virgin. Holes. I said you had never filled a hole. It's like a toothpick in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so small. So small. That was uh, my, one of my favorite jokes is watching Tom Arnold on Conan say that having sex with Roseanne Barr was like flying, uh, landing a 747 in the Grand Canyon. Wow. Yeah. That's one of my favorite jokes I've ever seen. I don't think they were they liked each other for a while. <laughs> Probably no, you think? I like it. <laughs> so Byron is the heat. It, what's the what's the deal with the heat? How are you gonna fix this situation with DJ? DJ's a friend of the show. We're a friend yeah. of his show. Um we don't we don't we don't need this animosity, yeah, man. How are you gonna fix this? What? Well, here's the thing. Um I didn't do anything. I didn't even say that. I didn't tell Urban watched the show, found out that the three chiefs liked digging underground because it was a cool pun. And then DJ, I don't know, he was cranky when he read it and he unfollowed me. Whatever. Wait, but he had just wait, but he had just followed you again. He had just given you another chance. Well, I wouldn't put it like that, but he did follow me. Always In DJ's listen. own words, he is a fucking psychopath. So I don't know really what I could do. <laughs> I respect that he's a psychopath, and he'll probably follow me at some point. D- DJ is a madman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not maybe not quite a psychopath or even sociopathy, but he is definitely know. a madman. I feel like I feel like I don't need to have like an internet feud with another guy. Like I'm Vince Russo in my mom's basement. You know what I mean? Like DJ will follow me, maybe or maybe not. He's trying still to shake have, his hand if I see him. He just tried you know to start. I mean? an inter- First of all, you already have an internet feed with Chavo Guerrero. Always <laughs> <laughs> back the Guerrero family. Don't try to start one with Vince Russo, the guy that brought us. Uh, that time Terry Funk got kicked with a horse, and he's like, "You fucking horse, I'll kick your ass." That was great. I remember a match where, um, I think was, that was it Dusty it. got the rub. Ric Flair's face in an actual donkey's ass on Nitro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dustin did the whole promo about his daddy's ass, and it turned out to be a donkey the whole time. Yeah. Got it. I fucking um, love the Rhodes family. Um, Krabs is asking about, because Krabs has the best questions. If you have never watched this show, go back, watch previous episodes. You'll know that Mr. Krabs always has the most informative questions for the show. But Mr. Krabs is asking um, for maybe the 757th time, when Lucha Underground Season 3 is going to be on Netflix. Uh, it's on right now. You just forgot to check. 
season yeah. three. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you're trying to tell him to go away. No, the answer. Mr. Grabs is saying that the DVD of Lucha Underground is only out in Germany. Have we broke that news yet? Great. Is um, there some other Harris Brothers kind of situation? And there are definitely places that you can see it. Um, maybe not streaming quite as gloriously as it would be on Netflix. But I believe the deal is that um, El Rey still has the in-house first-run syndication rights right now. And um, that hasn't finished yet. And there can be no Netflix deal until that is finished. So it, it can be within this year, though. I think I think that will be towards the end of the year when would be the earliest you could see season three on Netflix. But basically that means El Rey Network gets to rerun it. They're, they've been doing marathons. They did a few uh, this past Wednesday. They'll probably keep doing stuff like that leading into the debut of the new season. Basically they get to give themselves the rub first and then uh, MGM can sell off the syndication rights to whoever they would like. And I believe Netflix is probably right at the tip top of their list. They should be anyway. Shit. I, yeah. I mean, Amazon has been fucking killing Netflix and selection lately. I wouldn't be surprised yes. if they pulled a coup there, but yes, they uh, have. Yeah, but are they killing Netflix in originals? Because they no, 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 no. <laughs> horror movies. Fuck yeah, like big time. Yeah. I really love that Altered Carbon series. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of people who were like, oh, that's not that good. Man, that shit is fucking good. That shit is every bit as good as the new Blade Runner. And That took me like three episodes to warm up, and then I was fully in. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm doing a version for Balls the Network. Uh, I'm doing a version for the El Rey Network. It's called Altered Cabron. <laughs> you get that oh. one for free, DJ, but I get to write one. Come on. Yeah, cut it. Do do him a favor, damn it. Alter Cabron. Uh, yeah. Oh, Urban, what? Uh, no, you switch the letters. Is that the whole chat room's marking out for me and you being on the show right now? So that's kind of cool. I feel like they're more marking out for you than me, man. Uh, <laughs> they want I don't know. I would say, you know, I I said last week that the most asked question was where is Casey, but I would say that legitimately at Ultima Lucha Weekend. It was probably a tie um, for people asking the most, like, where were the heels or where's Urban, uh, including yeah. including made guys. Um, with Casey, a few made guys, a lot of fans, a lot of different people. I mean, they see me and Byron, and they expect to see somebody more entertaining, which is why we bring Jim. But uh, they're not quite used to Jim yet, as we found. <laughs> oh, I thought you were I'm non-existent. <laughs> Jim, you're, you're existed. Someone has to take a mark photo with the two podcast hosts. You know what? Jim is on the show more than I am. That's I know, the thing. like a lot more. Yeah, and on episodes that these these marks have watched. Okay, so this is this is kind of where I'm coming in hot today. We gotta we gotta get, we gotta get you a fucking mohawk or something, man. <laughs> Jimmy, you need a mohawk. You need a gimmick. That's what it is. We yeah, need right. a gimmick. I, get him some. Get him some road warrior like um, shoulder pads. Some paint. Well, well first of yeah. all, maybe part of the problem is that people think Jim is Latino. Jim oh, yeah. is not Latino. He's Filipino. What does that have to do with anything? You, people think less of him? No, I think it's a better gimmick. Like, there's a lot of Latino dudes who come to Lucha Underground. You're not special if you're Latino when you come to Lucha Underground. But if you're Filipino... Oh, I think everyone's special at Lucha know. Underground. Because our homeboy J-Ray used to come and everyone used to call him Pinche Pacquiao all the time. It fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I miss that dude. Pinche I haven't seen that guy in forever. Same here, actually. That makes all of us pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he still exists on Instagram. 
He's always yeah, that's like where he does most of his stuff, actually. Break like, dancing or dropping a dope ass rap video out of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> get in some sick shoes, man. He's he's a shoe collector and he's got some crazy shit. Like, so uh, but here's here's my first here's my first weird thing of the week. Um, being Internet famous. And given we we are the smallest version of internet famous that there could possibly be because we're internet famous to like the four hundred people that go to the temple and that's about it, right? Yeah, I mean any of us. Country. I'm and just this, ripping off the heels. Except maybe Casey because Casey, I don't know. People just seem to know Casey for some reason. Casey people should know him Byron. Truck stops a lot. Byron has been on TV it, and in motion pictures more than any of us, I think. And that's I, true. Nobody still knows him. Dude, he was an asshole in that one movie he did. Yeah. <laughs> he is in real life too. Yeah, it wasn't, um, yeah. It wasn't a stretch. He was a he was an asshole on Storm Chasers also. He was the oh. he's the equivalent of, of Courtney Love in the People versus Larry Flint. It's I think not he's really just a stretch. The equivalent of Courtney, Courtney Love is a day shift Tuesday uh, stripper. You know what I mean? Casey. Did he murder Kurt Cobain? Is that what Justin's trying to tell us? I'm saying that... <laughs> Wait, you're saying she has those sexy C-section scars that I love at the strip club? Oh. I'm saying she's so... You walk to a strip club on a Tuesday afternoon during the day and you see you see her. You, you, you heard it here first on the MMMMM show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, so, Byron... Yeah. Considering that, you know, you experienced a little bit of this with me, with people actually coming up, talking to us, asking us about things that we do, uh, yeah. taking photographs. We actually uh, post yeah. for a few Mark photographs. Is, photographs that is, not, weird. is that not strange? Photographs is weird. Um, I think, though, I mean, us being special, I don't think that's it, but I'm used to being recognized because... Uh, with DJ how the line used to be in a lucha click or whatever used to be, um, everyone just knew each other. Right, right. So they all thought you were TJ Miller at yeah. the time. But <laughs> okay, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. But I'm used to like you show up and you, ten people are like, "Hey, what's up?" They know you by your name and you know them and that sort of thing. That's more mutual. It's a little weird when like people came up and would ask us questions. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I appreciate everyone who's watching the show. Thank you. Um, I'm an expert, but it's just weird to regard Justin as an expert. You know what I mean? I, I think that people tell Justin so much shit that he doesn't tell us that he is an expert, but he's also a dick for not telling us. Yeah. What am Can I, I supposed to do? It's a really awkward situation. I have a friendly face. People like to talk to me, and um, mm. I like to keep that trust, and I, I don't break that trust. No, and it's Can funny I say something, though, about the T.J. Miller thing? We were um, <laughs> on a smoke break. On one of the days, I was engaging in a conversation literally about how I looked like T.J. Miller, what that's like, how it used to be cool. And then, you know, people found some stuff out or some stuff was in the news and it became not cool. Also, just whether or not. I know it's the crazy thing about it is people found out that T.J. Miller in real life is actually kind of like you. Yeah, no, I know. I don't punch women in the face. Just the same anymore. Just the stomach, he doesn't mm. want it to show up. And so I had that conversation, and then I'm in the temple, where, and in between matches, I get a tap on my shoulder, and some lady goes, hey, is your name TJ? 
Now, wait, to be fair, though, the first girl that thought you were TJ still talked to you after she found out that you weren't. And she was very yeah. cute. She was cool. Are we I talking said cute. about last week? Yeah, I said cute. I didn't say cool. I said she was cute. Oh, I thought she was cool. She still talked to me, even though I wasn't a shitty D-list celebrity. Well, it's so better than being Z-list. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like you look like the guy who did the thing with the beer bottle and the punching the woman in the face, allegedly. And it's like, ooh, that's Wait, not this me. Should, but this could be a problem. Look. This whole show could be a problem, guys. Urban, are you still allowed to be on YouTube? Probably not. Yeah, Urban's uh, banned. I look like sure. I'm running a pirate radio now, and they don't like me. What the when fuck you, happened, man? I don't know. When you get blocked in all countries, it just kind of says <laughs> says something about you as a person. I think. <laughs> I just I try to do stuff, and they're like, "No." <laughs> are you allowed to? Are you allowed in China? I uh, probably not. Although I would love uh, to be a, Chi- dude, a Chinese national because dude, at dude, least they wouldn't extradite me. <laughs> What's that case? <laughs> I said too soon, Byron. She's dead. Oh, 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 wow. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you didn't, but you did. (laughs) I I can, I can respect you for that. I can respect (laughs) you for that. But there's no, there's no powerful Irish families that you have heat with, right, Urban? Uh, Not that I know, but yeah, maybe writers, maybe they're pissed off. I'm not around anymore. I don't know. (laughs) Somebody, somebody, the McMahons or something's going down. You know, Linda McMahon's out there doing uh, the small business shit now for the government. <laughs> so maybe she's just like, you know, coming after us. The whole demonetization for uh, language on YouTube is kind of ridiculous to me. But I think it's fucking bullshit is what it is. Fuck. Yeah. Where's where's freedom of speech at? That's all I'm saying. Just fucking right. Shit. It's not on YouTube. It's not. <laughs> It's not. If you have to follow some guidelines, I get it. You you got to follow guidelines for YouTube, and they want to put out a certain product. I get it. I get it. It's just okay. yeah, but they're really trying to they're really trying to strip everything away from any kind of guerrilla level stuff that's going on. Yeah. It's like we met all of their qualifications. Three, by the way, people who who don't know, YouTube has taken away mmm shows monetization on three separate occasions now and we have jumped have through real every, every single time to earn back that monetization um and now they're hitting us with oh you don't have enough subscribers even though we have quadruple the amount of hours viewed and hits and all the other stuff that you need now we don't have enough subscribers because you know, okay, we don't cover a lot of WWE. We don't do a, a post-Raw recap every week. We basically cover one show that's Lucha Underground that's a little smaller. We talk some MMA and some other shit, too, and yeah. we just have fun. But, yeah, we're not trying to reach these huge markets, but then it's like you're basically saying that the 400 people that listen to this show don't mean shit, you know, that their time is not worth ad revenue dollars. You can target those people for the same ads just as much as anyone else, and it's specific targeting because you know how many of those people you're going to reach. But then my biggest problem with it, I don't even care about the ads because the money that you make from it at the level we're at is meaningless. But the problem is then they don't aggregate your show to other people who are watching similar streams. You get less hits and less people stumbling across the show. And we've had a lot of new subscribers and people email and talk to us about the show that love the show and like the show and started following Lucha underground because of the show. 
that was because they were originally watching some WWE, you know, the hottest things that Paige has ever worn video. And then we came oh. up next because somehow we were related. Uh, so or that's how Byron got on. Casey, do the thing. Casey, do the voice. Oh, Poppy. Are we still even together? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. Um, Does she still have the poppy tattoo? Oh, fuck. Probably. I mean, you can cover it up, but uh, I want to see. I want to get us all of these subscribers. And I think it's because we've put we put all our eggs in a basket of a promotion. One promotion. I think we need to expand to two promotions. And that's don't do it. You need What's the second promotion? Let's take a vote. Let's take a vote on the second promotion. I say it's vintage ECW. No, I say that the second choice is Wing. And wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. Breaking news. We have to thank Lance Waddell, who just subscribed to the channel right now. Thanks, Lance. And if you want to subscribe, go down there and click those buttons. Press the subscribe player, buddy. Lance, what up? (laughs) This is the man. I'm showing him. I'm showing him what I used to do for, you know. You're welcome. As I was saying, Wing, the greatest promotion ever. Enjoy Uh, the show. Wait, your vote is Wing over Vintage ECW? Fuck yeah, because you know what? Vintage ECW. I want to thank Urban for inviting me here tonight. No, we want Jason the Terrible. We want Leatherface. We want, do I need to bring out the Crypt the Keeper shirt? Because I think I need to bring out the Crypt the Keeper shirt. Maybe. Crypt the Keeper is pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Dude, he was a fucking Boricua, man. He was one of Los Boricuas. All right, Jim, what would your vote be if we were to cover a second promotion as heavily as Lucha Underground? What would it be? Shimmer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go because of this, the events of this weekend. I would say probably New Japan. New Japan? I thought you were going to say wow. I'd go with wow over New Japan, but that's Why just me. Wow? Well, I mean, we did meet someone uh, last weekend. I think we can say. I think we can say we met. We met the David McLean, the one of the creators of Glow, the current uh, head of Wow. Uh, He came out to Lucha Underground, and he seemed to be having the best time ever. Why the fuck isn't he on the show, Justin? He looks exactly the same as he the did. Same. He's just great. Twenty years ago, it is guys. So <laughs> why isn't he on the show? That's the thing I want to. I want to have an event to promote right now. As soon as he has an event to promote, we'll try to get him on the show. I don't know. He was trying to promote Wow to us, like even before anything's really off the ground. So, did you guys ask him any heavy metal sisters questions for me? We <laughs> asked a lot, but I didn't write down the answers. They were the best. No, you weren't a Farmer's Daughter fan. Dude, heavy metal sisters were hilarious. They carried a fucking severed arm to the ring. Fucking yeah, they were like a walking uh, SCTV sketch. They were pretty amazing. You yeah. know how like when you get a WWE guy in TNA for like a minute, like as soon as Sting showed up, they're like, buy our best of Sting DVD. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to make a best of Melissa Santos WoW DVD? They should. I'd watch it. It's, it's actually kind of cool. Like, she was literally wrestling before she did the Underground. Like, I didn't know that. She can thought, wrestle, too. She's not yeah. terrible. I mean, she knows all the basics. She's really crisp. She's fast. <laughs> I can, I'm like, gonna run the ropes I'm like, better than others. Sitting here talking oh, God. about fucking Wing, the greatest promotion ever, and you start <laughs> talking about ring announcers and shit. No, no. I didn't tell the audience where to find their Wing fix. 
Okay. There's a guy on YouTube. His name is Daimijin. D A I space M A I G I N. Daimijin. Also, great movie if you've ever seen it. Um, motherfucker put up comp tapes and all this shit from Wing that I've never seen before, going back to 1991. So you get to see the first ever baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire match between Matsunaga and Mr. Pogo. You get to see fucking Matsunaga get his head set on fire. That's the finish of the match. He just gets his head set on fire. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that's a game special match. That's in that match. And then... Um, Canes and Wing? No. Kurgan was. Fucking Kurgan. Kurgan. Why do we have to acknowledge Kurgan existed? Because, like, they they cut the matches, right? Like, and, you know, do clips and stuff like that. And they'll show 30 minutes of the most boring barbed wire baseball bat match where all they're doing is, like, walking around outside of the ring and trading, like, barbed wire bat shots for 20 minutes. But Kurgan wrestles... uh, Fucking uh, Bill DeMott. And oh, he's the champ. They show wow. 30 seconds. And Bill DeMott was the fucking champion of Wing as Crash the Terminator. <laughs> and we all know we all know Bill DeMott as Byron's favorite trainer in professional wrestling history. <laughs> because they use a lot of the same words for people. Complete truth. Mm-hmm. Bill DeMott wasn't like the strength trainer that would stand ringside and take pictures of female wrestlers' butts. That was someone I, else. I think they kind of recreate that in one of the WWE games. Remember how he's like ringside during your matches? He's probably taking pictures of your butt. <laughs> probably. So Byron, you didn't say you didn't say which one would be your choice. Um, I would. I mean, I would choose New Japan. Um, that's I watch Lucha and I watch New Japan. So if we're gonna do a second one, I would do that. In the interest of the show, maybe perhaps we do. Um, some sort of female wrestling company just to have uh, a different something that's much more different than just lucha but i don't know i would pick new japan because i like watching it by the way um uh jim do you want to remind justin who uh just won this huge (laughs) j-cup yes i guess uh yeah the winner who i think is a big deal I think Tanahashi might be a big deal. Uh, the winner of the Super J Cup this year was the one and only. Who did he submit? No, this wasn't the Super J Cup. This is the New Japan Cup. Oh, New Japan, oh, New Japan Cup. Cup. Sorry, New my Japan. bad. I was like, yeah, New Japan Cup. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> what? How do you like that, you wanker? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who's straight kilo now, dickhead? I mean, I honestly feel like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich presents itself as a more credible wrestler than Zack Sabre Jr. I just I just think that all of Justin's favorite wrestlers going over in a row is pretty interesting. Oh, I'm saying like who? Who else? I don't want to (laughs) say. Oh, I guess some of them you can't say, huh? Yeah, the good one. Uh, Roman Reigns. (laughs) No, no, but you know what? Um, I so that's wow. for New Japan against five for Wing. Well, we can uh, talk about who went over in that Apuestas match in down in AAA. Oh, it, yeah. Wait, did that actually have a finish? Because Vampiro <laughs> talks so much that I never got to go off the air. Uh, I, know speaking, I saw footage of Vampiro, but I don't know if I saw the end of that match. Yeah, I didn't speaking see any of Vampiro. I, I want to ask: Did he ever release whatever his big news was going to be? Is this another work like the Mundo Taya thing, or what? I, 
I don't know if he did. I was I was waiting, and then the other day I was on Lucha Blogs Twitter, and it was just funny because he I think he really tries to report on Vampiro seriously, and he tries so hard, but it's, it's <laughs> difficult. It never comes off that way, but he really is no. trying to do that. Look, I personally, I really appreciate Vampiro for for many many things. Um, his sanity is not, however, one of them. <laughs> But I mean, dude, when when they did the Mundo thing for the first two days, it worked perfectly. You can't say it didn't. It had everybody going. It was totally worth it. It was super fun. Yeah, no, that was amazing. The um, Mundo, the Mundo why, story. Because like, it wasn't a work when it started and it became one. But that's the turned, best. They, I mean, that's the best way to do it. You 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 definitely turned it into a work. You that, work <laughs> a shoot. Like, look, Taya had some legit issues going on but at the same time by the time vampiro had started doing that i'm pretty sure at this point that she had had all of her stuff worked out triple a was like no harm no foul we'll let you do the tna's thing still it's all good thanks for everything you've done we're just going to try to go this other direction we're going to try to restore gabby and get what we need out of her and it didn't work so you know um, that was a good investment in sexy star that they that they attempted and you know it's it's great when they're just like, oh, you can still do TNA. Like it's like, hey, you can still have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Impact is doing better, I think. Was that the day the DM died? <laughs> I feel like that was one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know, dude. I don't go online all that much anymore. I yeah, I feel you that I feel you there, man. Internet. Didn't fame. sexy star? Didn't sexy star just have another fight? Um, like a fake one or a real one? Or like boxing fight. Did oh. she break the wall? I will say this: after watching Instagram today, I can tell you for a fact that Eva Lee has better footwork than Sexy Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When her right. broke, <laughs> and that's when she's not running the turnbuckles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's saying something. When you know how to turn your feet over, you know how to turn your hips over. That that goes a long way. You know what else goes a long way? Knowing what a 10 count is. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a second. In the chat, I've been calling Andre Australian this whole time as a joke, and Crystal Fisher's really Australian. What the fuck? We've got Aussie listeners. Oi. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I'm a huge Yahoo Serious fan. Is that oh, There you go. There you go. That is awesome. <laughs> that is all. More, more points to Casey on oh, that. Yes, I literally sir. do own every Midnight Oil album. I will say that. Oh my God, Yahoo Serious! Jesus Christ, I can't you believe you that Sirius shit out. Yes, Syrian released Young Einstein yet? Fucking, is this gonna have to go on my list with just one of the guys and Encino Man? Is no fucking Blu-ray release? Come on, it might. I think I used to have a screener copy of what what was that movie? Ned Kelly or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. That oh, movie yeah. was badass with uh, the guy from uh, V for v what was that? V for Vendetta. You mean Freddy Krueger? Uh, he was also Agent Smith in uh, The Matrix. I can't remember yeah. his name. No, not yeah, not Natalie Freddy Portman. Skull. Uh, the guy that stopped being the Red Skull because he's a whiny little bitch about makeup. Uh, true, true. <laughs> that that, that just. Major props to Casey on that. Just bringing that up. That is some old school, like urban when he was a, a kid shit. <laughs> Used to have the screener copy of that. Just insane. <laughs> man, I don't know who half these fucking people are in the chat, man. And they're, they're all. You haven't been here. Well, how are you expecting to know people? 
He's our old friends. Hugo Weaving. Thank you. Zero cool. I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan yes, of uh, Andre Nichols. You know, <laughs> it's great. Uh, I think Zeus King's banned from the show or something. Something about Sting. Zeus King is there. awesome. Crystal Hugo Fisher Weaving. is awesome. Jay Brown, don't know who that. Oh, I'm sorry, Jay Bone, don't know who that is. Uh, Jay Bone, he does another Lucha what? Underground podcast. Jay Bone rocks. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never, I, I don't watch other Lucha Underground podcasts. I'm he sorry. doesn't even watch this Shout podcast, out. Jay Bone, so don't be offended. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Rebecca for the SCTV reference. Do you guys listen to other wrestling podcasts? I listen to the Bruce Pritchard podcast. I listen to the fucking Tony what? Schiavone podcast, which is going away now, and I'm sad. Tony Schiavone has the same sense of humor that I do. I never would have guessed, but that motherfucker and me would be best friends. It's amazing. Does Tony Schiavone end his uh, shows going, uh, that's all the time we have for this week. We'll see you this week on Thunder. He does. Every single week he's got, we're out of time, blah, blah, blah. And he calls like a fake little like run-in and stuff like that. It's great. But that show's ending. He's going to stop doing it. But there's a whole archive that you can listen to. But yeah, uh, they just did the one with the Doomsday Cage. They did a watch along where they did like commentary over it, which is uh, uh, the one with Abdullah the Butcher. No, the, Wait, one with, uh, the one with Hogan and Savage versus like eight dudes. And one of them was oh, Zeus. the one at WCW on the first uncensored. It was that terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, it was the it was the four horsemen, and uh, I don't even think it was the Dungeon of Doom yet. I think it was, uh, it was the, the Alliance. To- uh, it was two of the horsemen because Pillman Hogan wanted him in the match to get over on him because it was during the whole loose cannon thing. But he's like, "Fuck it, I got throat surgery, I can't go." So it was uh, it was Anderson and Flair, and Flair's the one that took the pin. Luger, Dungeon of Doom, uh, Jeep Swenson is the ultimate solution. They, they had to change that solution. Yeah, they had to change his name. And uh, Zeus as Z Gangsta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and I think they called them the Alliance to End Hulkamania. Which really, I think that's what the NAACP is called now. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back. He's in uh, negotiations with uh, WWE again. I know. He has one more run. That's not going to happen, dude. That's they're going to make. They're going to. Uh, what they're gonna make Roman champ? They're gonna find some minority, make them champ, and then Hogan's gonna leg drop them. Wow! Wow! What? Dude, Sorry, dude. spoilers. Yes, he's from Tampa. Yeah, some people want to watch WrestleMania, Byron. Some people still <laughs> subscribe to the network, Byron. God, or you're a sucker like uh, Turd Cuttergate. I'm sorry, that's funny, Zeus. Uh, I like Turd Cuttergate. Hey, uh, we hear about and Pentagon. Phoenix and Pentagon at all in. Okay, could you guys see why that's a problem? Why no, they're flat, they're taking the first flight out that morning from because they have the the thing the day before. Pentagon okay, so has gotten very used to being in two places at once. Okay, yeah. so they're going to be at the Lucha Expo until all in is what you guys are saying. Because yeah. the Lucha Expo and all in are the same weekend. Yeah, they're gonna fly yeah. the morning of All In to All In. What could awesome. go wrong? Did you guys hear about the other piece of news? Where the greatest wrestler of all time? Are we all going Biden All In or Trump? what? Okay, so you know how uh, like Biden and Trump have been talking about how they're gonna like fuck each other up? Yeah. Terry Funk, the greatest wrestler of all time, he comes up and he says, "You know, if those two were gonna fight." It would be one shitty fucking thing to see. Well, you know what? I'll fight them both at the same time. And I'm 70 years old, 
Bring it on. Hold on. Let me let me do the sound effects for his knees real quick. He just Terry, needs to throw the left hook. That's all. Terry Terry Funk would sugar hold both of those bastards. <laughs> if anyone has an extra cowboy hat or branding iron, hook me up because I don't have that shit for my Terry. He's incomplete. He's got a Yeah, look at that. Look at that shit. Look at that chat room. Could you imagine Terry Funk grabbing Trump by his tidy whities and pulling him up for a Texas power driver through a table? Now, look, I'm I'm honestly more <laughs> That's a yes. that uh, that Pentagon Jr., who has somehow found his way onto the Impact versus Lucha Underground card, because yeah. last I heard, Pentagon Jr. left AAA never to be heard from again. Yeah, uh, I've yeah, not seen that wrestler Jr. in years now. I don't know who that wrestler even is now. Maybe they found someone else to be Pentagon Jr. Maybe Dorian hired somebody because uh, to my knowledge, Pentagon, Pentagon Jr. does not exist. Pretty interesting. You know, I was supposed to be on that car, Justin, but my horse got sick. <laughs> Pentagram Jr. Pentagram. <laughs> Pentagram Jr. versus Phantasmo LDO. I glanced at that earlier. I thought it was Pentagon Dark. I can't believe they fucked that up. It says Pentagon Jr. The first the first release poster that came out says Pentagon Jr. Speaking no, it absolutely it does. Okay. That's so Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan caves in Eddie Edwards' face with a baseball bat and it's Jeremiah Crane in the fucking I quit match. What's up with that? No, we talked about that last week. I don't they listen to the fucking out. show. They they have both of those posters out. One says Sammy, the other one says Jeremiah. Which is great. What about Jeff you Cobb? Guys, you guys see Where the people on the spot that yet? What's that, Casey? Byron keeps talking about him hitting him in the head with the bat. Like, oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah um, how, how, how is that so fucked up? Look, like, on when we give out our spot of the year award, that's definitely a nominee for sure. Can we can we nominate Matsunaga getting his head caught on fire in 1991? If it's new to some of our listeners that might be seeing it for the first time, I'll take it under consideration. That's good because Mr. Pogo deserves some awards. He died. So, you know, close to um, all right. So here's what I got to do. I have to. Um, um, okay. So for those who weren't listening last week, um, a few of us, uh, we bid on this thing that benefited a local middle school wrestling program. They bought my underwear on eBay, my tidy whities from beyond the mat. When I woke up and said good morning to the camera. No, that was that was that was me Loaf, and those were Phantasma's underwear. Anyway, I believe that. I believe <laughs> so true. There is absolutely a locked drawer in Meatloaf's house that you never want to open. Like if you ever go to England and you hang out with Meatloaf, that's fine. That's totally fine. He seems like a slightly well-adjusted serial killer these days. But there's a drawer. That probably has some some unwashed chones of El Hio Ven, Ven, I can't even say it. Eo Ventasma. The fan. I want to wear the chocolate champ's face for my birthday. Um no, everything is good. So um basically we won these uh we bid on. I shouldn't say won because we paid actual money for them. We are I think we are the first people in history to legitimately buy tickets um for ultima lucha 
through through legal channels. <laughs> oh, dude, wasn't uh, wasn't there one of these auctions last year too? Yeah, there were auctions at the other ones. There was okay. I didn't know. Yeah, Josh Pillow went on one. He was like, "You guys, yeah. it's worth it." Well, so um, we did that, and we got to see a few things. And uh, I guess I will show you some of those things now. If uh, I mean, I think I think it's best to sure. say that we saw a lot of things, but we can only show a few things. I don't. Yeah, and I think I've, I think I've cultivated this list well enough now that I can actually show these. So, is it a picture of Matanza posed like Shawn Michaels and Playgirl? Because I don't want to see it. There was one of uh, there was one of Jim that I almost posted that would have been a nightmare because I didn't realize who was standing in the background. What's up? That's oh, a handsome looking uh, rabbit guy, so dude. Is that uh, okay? Yeah, there you go. Iridescent. So uh, Byron and I, not being the brightest Lucha Underground fans. We okay, went- see, I got this joke. Did <laughs> anyone else? Because this shit was funny. I did. Okay, good. Did. good, good. That's why I was. I responded, "LOL!" Like immediately, I was like, "That's great." That's fucking funny. So yeah. the joke was, uh, Byron and I came down the five this time, and we yeah. went around the long way. So we went past Fourth Street, and as we were driving by, we were like. Oh, that's Anderson. So we flipped the bitch. We went back, jumped out. We were actually very early for the show this day. So we ran back, jumped out of the car, and posed at the original temple. You can probably see the uh, the billboard up there, which is now the back wall of the VIP section. But um, this is the old Lucha Underground temple. So we went out there, and we decided to stand right where you would be first in line. Just yeah, thanks for stopping by Little Tokyo like you guys said you were going to. It was great seeing no, you. No, no, wait. First of all, I said, uh-huh. hey, if you're in Little Tokyo, come down and see us. Yeah, I didn't say I was going to come see you guys. I'm way lazier than that. Are you kidding me? We had stuff to do. Okay. I feel, I feel like if you're in Little Tokyo, there's way more entertaining things to do. It's just... Oh, for sure. Yeah, for like buying sure. fuck pillows. Yeah, the jungle this- is the jungle still there? Yeah, it is, dude. Video game one that sells old uh, Super Famicom games and shit. Like is the that whole- little massage parlor still right upstairs from that? Maybe. God, I hope so. I gotta go back. <laughs> um <laughs> so I will also say I will also say that uh Byron got his money's worth pretty much right at the beginning. Um so Evie Dub came and grabbed us out of the VIP and he was like, come on back. And they were, uh, we, we didn't take any pictures ringside or at the announcer's booth because the talent was all in there working out their spots for the day. And they were still yeah. lighting with the Ultima Lucha posters. That was pretty cool. We got to see a little bit of that uh, camera department working out their moves with the talent and the refs and all the, the guys. For what you guys paid, they should have done the moves to you. Well, let's. I'm glad they didn't. But so Byron right here pretty much got his wish right off the bat. Oh, that's me. That's how we got the staff infection because that was around sexy stars, nasty ass ways. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, is that it? That's the one that did it. That's the one. That Look did at it. my sweet jacket, my little Letterman sweatshirt. There. That is a sweet jacket. Where the fuck is it, Byron? Oh, uh, it's somewhere in my closet right now. Byron did decide to cash that in and challenge this guy. Dude, my money's on Jim. He knows how to hold the fucking belt. Look at that. I, that I did a, not. I did not know how to hold the belt. Byron. You should have done that. <laughs> should have waited. <laughs> I did not know how to wear the belt, so I decided to wear it. I couldn't hold the shoulder. I couldn't do the shoulder thing. I'm not very good at that stuff. You See, have man. bad shoulders. Everyone knows that. 
Yeah, I do have a bad shoulder, except it's the other one. Uh, Byron marking out, holding yet another belt that he really wanted to just buy from EV Dub right I'm there. I'm surprised on the he didn't try running out the door and just hoping security wasn't packing that day. Yeah. Um, and then this little prop popped up. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, the sad thing, the sad thing about this is uh, the interesting thing that EV Dub told us was that uh, this literally had hair in it still a week before, <laughs> which it is has the absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. that that is that would have been six hundred and thirty four day old hair at that point. Just if anyone's Spoiler. counting and at least seventy five percent was pubed that the crew just threw in there as a joke. <laughs> Oh, oh, gross. Um, Why is Urban shaking his head yes to that? <laughs> we ran oh. into uh, we ran into some talent um, in some some secret areas backstage and some hidden crevices. Uh, Willie Mack and some guy. I don't even know who this other guy was. He just oh, that of, guy's fucking ripped, though, dude. <laughs> that guy. Who's the tallest person there? That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is frightening that that TJ Miller is the tallest guy in the shot. I'm um, towering over everyone. No. The cool thing is, I, I, this I, this picture is actually great because if you look behind uh, this particular individual here, who's uh, quite quite an individual, um, you see some little boxes and some things over here. These are part of the sets for season four, um, and luckily you're just seeing the outside of them. It's no spoiler; you can't actually see inside them. We got to see all of those sets, and they are friggin' bullshit, dude. I see some green. You guys are fucking banned. I see green. the color green. Green That's screen. Spoiler. Green green screen room. Clearly, great plans that they had for Jack Evans during this season because he wears green. Nah, so does PJ Black. Could yeah, but I, dude, look. As so does Angelico. You know what? Okay, as long of those three, one's in Europe for as long as he wants and the other one's not jack evans so i don't care because uh Pitt finley wears green who Pitt finley well he's not in lucha underground spoilers just he likes oh, he God likes to fight. He's in lucha underground oh i met finley no i'm just i'm just saying you're talking about green yeah what if Pitt anyway the, the cool thing about it is so it would be dope it's not a spoiler to tell you about the setup. They have a giant room in this new warehouse where um, they have all these sets lined up and really they just have to bounce from one to another with the cameras. Uh, it looks like a very, very convenient uh, setup for filming. Nice. And I will like say... Yeah, it is very much like a sitcom setup. And um, they do have a new office there. We got to see the new office. We will tell you nothing about the new office other than there is a new office. And it is, uh, EV Dub says it's actually a little bit bigger than the other one, which surprised me because I've, I thought it was pretty damn small. And they managed to get some nice wide shots in the old Lies. Ones. Lies. There's These no way the is. office is any bigger. It's a... <laughs> so you remember? You remember the drawer. Yeah. The drawer <laughs> in the original office was like a portal to some other like bank vault there's no way no way no way this is lies this is this doesn't even no way this is true this is all Urban shook. byron the <laughs> i love john was such a good <laughs> taking it old school that almost killed me um okay justin i see other pictures of mannequins what's up with that 
Um, let me get to that for you. I just have to find that window again. Justin's trying to hide his fucking dick pics in the camera roll, and it's not. Oh, there's one of them. Oh, it's look, it's some mm-hmm. some person that doesn't exist in King Cuerno. I can I can confirm that this particular mannequin did not have any chonies underneath these uh these ring tights. So in fact, Mifloaf may have made it to the temple at some point. I already bought them uh, <laughs> all of me savings. What a mark. Um Oh, oh, we got some Cobra Moon stuff. Yeah, yeah those are cool of, outfits. A couple of different ones there. That's that's this, from the Yet outfit that she didn't end up wearing. Ah. This is uh, more elaborate than you would think. The uh, uh, that's Mariposa wings. That's pretty awesome right there. Oh, that's, is that, that's Mariposa. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Mariposa's outfit. And, uh, Maybe they should put the girl clothes on a girl mannequin. What the fuck? It is. A, look at that. All right. Yeah, maybe. Just not um, and then uh, I feel like they should have had like uh, actual people wearing this. This is these are just, just a couple of guys out. that uh, stopped by to hang out with us. I don't know that, exactly what like they were doing. Ronnie Mundo tried dressing up like uh, <laughs> like Mil Muertes right there. Look how happy Justin is right now that <laughs> AR Fox is touching him. Yeah, dude, AR Fox is the shit. And um, this he other is. person that I, I don't know who that is. Uh, she was cheering very loudly for us. So yeah, I kind of like, yeah. Okay. She was cheerleading. I, I, I cheerleading a lot. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. Actually, um, she used to manage the Ballard Brothers, and it was the shit. I fucking love the Ballard Brothers. Any also, other- take note of the season one Mil Muertes pajamas. I know it's the yeah. pajama pants, which is the reason why I really love this picture more than anything. This is sitting out in front, but it is never worn. <laughs> this is just. Like, I guess they just put this mannequin up for shits and giggles because it never gets. Well, the cow's posed. Yeah. And, and this is actually pose. pajama pants number two because the first ones were solid blue, I believe, right? And then it well, went to the striped pajama pants and then the it went. Stripes. And then that mask doesn't look like it was ever used because I don't remember those silver side things on the mask, Byron. Yes. Season one. No, he wore yeah, this when he came out that. in the suit, didn't he? Isn't this his mask yeah. that he wears when he's in the full suit? I'm pretty I sure I have that mask somewhere. The very Seattle first one. Aztec Temple on the side from season two. There were, in fact, some actual luchadors hanging out in the back that we got to say hi to. And this is yeah. right next to their practice ring. We didn't uh, get any shots of the actual practice ring because they were working out matches at the time with uh, yeah. talent that hasn't debuted on television yet. So we couldn't really take any pictures there. But And um, the MMM show does not post pictures on social media of people without their masks on. Look at this guy. Except for maybe Mariposa, but okay. You know, um, so yeah, this guy came He's by fucking up the animo symbol right in Phoenix's face. <laughs> all of us, all of us, like four. Oh, Jim's is up. good. Jim's is good. He's got Jim's it. He's not good. That's not what? quite right. He's doing a diamond cutter. Yeah. No, that's not the fucking diamond cutter. <laughs> this is the fucking diamond cutter. Come on. So I regardless. It was super nice, uh, and, yeah. and Phoenix was back there without his mask on, and, and Justin's you know, like this, you know, like animal, animals. I just did the point. I I knew I was I knew I would fuck it up, so I just did the point. That's Dude, always safe. That's not my my wrestling pose is always the the fucking strong arm. That's what you got to do. You got to get the strong style arm in there. I just I think it was fucking Sonny Chiba, man. It was it was really awesome. We came up to Phoenix and Eric was with us and Phoenix was kind of like, who are these guys? And we were all like, oh, we're friends with Mifloaf. And he was like, oh, you guys are great. Let me go get my mask. You know, Wait, so how did, 
<laughs> How do you turn Japanese, Justin? What are you talking about? I wasn't I doing an accent. Said. That was my accent. God, that's almost as good as the Tejano impression. No, no, the Tejano <laughs> is much better. Is that is that part of our best of uh, MMM show clip? Tejano? <laughs> Me doing Tejano. Tejano, money! Fucking terrible. Tejano He's Japanese terrible. too? <laughs> yeah. Christ. Speedy the Japanese is the only foreign language I speak, guys. Konnichiwa. And I learned it from Yoshihiro Tajiri. Fuck. I learned it Tajiri's from Fight Pro. impeccable, man. That guy fucking speaks Spanish. Yeah. Okay, so this one, this one has a great story. Oh, that's because, dope. Well, this was almost the moment that you would have really been mad that you weren't there for, Casey. So Eric says he's got an assignment for us. Eric Van Wagner says, I've got an assignment for you guys. And we're like, sure, boss, put us in. What do you need? He's like, well, I want to film. going to suck itself. He said, well, he said, he said, well, that was going to be what we had to do to, to make this happen. So yeah. he says, I've got this thing I want you guys to do for the show. I want to film something with you. And we're like, sweet. He's like, we're going to do it uh, at intermission of Ultima Lucha 4. So basically, the plan was for us to be the guys sneaking into the temple here and this to have like a Lucha Underground logo on it. Um, this is a part of the temple that most people can't see. It's on the backside of the building by the fence on the alleyway. Um, so this was going to be the entrance. And I'm sure that somebody will be in that shot, probably some PAs and crew now, because we were not able to do it. Thanks to the fact that the first half of Ultima Lucha ran long as fuck. Hey, you know, it's just... funny because while you guys were doing that, I actually went down there and I shot that scene. <laughs> And well, they, they didn't shoot it at all that night because basically it went so long that it went into dark and there was no time to shoot it that day. So um, which really sucks because you would have seen us at the in the top of the show for every episode. But this is a little bit of a spoiler and a sneak glimpse at what might be uh, part of the opening credits with probably some PAs pretending to be the MMM show crew. No, it's Those great. Motherfuckers. They got murdered by Matanza. You might have been saved. Yeah. Great. That was our spot, God damn it! I mean, you would uh, look, and if you were there, Urban, they would not have even asked us. Oh, dude, it's gonna be so dope when it's guys that vaguely look like you, like the Slim Jim commercial. Like, oh my god, like, oh, oh my god. god, yeah, yeah, it's Don't exactly because Stolman is not on Lucha Underground season four. What? That is confirmed. Not, last time, last time I checked, he was doing something with MTV. I heard he got signed by Arrow Lucha. No, I just made that up. Wow. <laughs> We're going to talk about Aerolucha in a minute. Even though Meatloaf is not here. Meatloaf. Oh, dude, we should save it for when he's on. He's got a lot to say. Hey, Byron, I thought you were going to fix this picture. This picture looks terrible. Me? God, no, your Photoshop skills are horrible. I fixed it, but I posted it on my Facebook. So. Oh, and didn't give it to the rest of us? Asshole. <laughs> and this is, this is when you guys were possessed by the Aztec gods? What the fuck? So, yeah, this is in the actual VIP lounge. Like I said, the old billboard is the wall in VIP. Um, <laughs> Jim literally reenacting the end of Thriller. <laughs> those um, cat contacts are really hard to put in. Yeah. Uh, we got free mill contacts in the back. Actually, that did happen. Didn't somebody actually get mill contacts? Uh, yeah, DJ tossed them to me. So I'm like, all nice. right, cool. Nicely done. Um, so anyway, that's Eric Van Wagnen. Um, a lot of people don't know what he looks like. Now you can bug him at shows and piss him off. Yeah, How do they not know? They watch the show. He's on our show. He's on a lot of people just listen to the audio version. Oh, uh, well, well, I guess I, mean, I guess yeah, they well, see this is a great segment for the audio audience, Justin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Byron, I mean, I'm on the show. People don't recognize me. So this is true. This is a terrible segment for the audio. I know. Anyway, this is a picture of us with Eric Van Wagoning. Can somebody say his name? Wagging. Terry Funk voices and talk about for the audio audience. Eric Eric Wags. Eric Van Wagoning. Wag, 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 um, yes, wag. The, the contender's own Eric Van Wagner, because he has moved on to that fine show. Um, and if you are ever there, I can confirm to J-Man um, that there were, in fact, chicken wings, but I chose bagel bites. You bastard. Yeah. Fucking um, sellouts even eating the bagel bites. Jesus Christ. Oh, this, is like some, a uh, this is some random hot chick that just came up to us and wanted to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You lucky sons of bitches. Oh. Yeah, I know. All the hot girls want to. I heard she's got a man though, and I think he's uh, I, I, some guy named Brian. I hear he's a pretty cool dude, but I, I heard he's an awesome dude. I yeah. wouldn't fuck with that guy. I would not fuck with that guy. Yeah, I don't think you I would fuck with Brian either. No. Oh, for shouting out to Brian. I hear he runs a wrestling promotion down in Texas somewhere too, uh, sabotage or something. So I wouldn't wanna, I wouldn't want to mess with the Brian Cervantes. That's awesome because I'm going to be close to Texas somewhere. Somewhere at some you gotta point. You got to hook time. up with him. You got to hook Urban, up with are him. Are you going to be in yeah. Amarillo, Texas? Are you going to visit the Double Cross Ranch? Well, I you know a I lot will. Of time in Amarillo. Byron, your mother's a whore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's she's not. I can confirm she is not. Um, your mother's quite nice. Your father well, likes to man. talk, but <laughs> your mother. Your mother is very nice. Oh, no, look, look, <laughs> Urban, Urban. For the record, she only said no to you because I kind of broke her in half. So, I apologize. Oh, Next time, I'll save some for you. My parents are nice people. I, and you I, I would appreciate it. Look, look, speaking of that. nice people, I am a CM Roach guy. That is, that is the truth or dare writer. I have Chris Roach news, ladies Chris and gentlemen. Roach, right there. All right, you're, what's your Chris Roach news, dude? Uh, you're back in the wrong team, man. Is I subscribe. <laughs> To the great horror hound magazine, horror, yeah. not whore. No, whorehounds. Whorehounds. Oh, I love those. Eight. There is a horror. great, a great feature on Truth or Dare in this month's issue, the one with the uh, Pacific Rim cover. Uh, they interviewed the director and co-writer because I guess the other writer was busy doing Lucha Underground or something, or Big Brother or something. But huge, huge article on Truth or Dare. Starts page 20, Horror Hound Magazine. You can find it at Barnes & Noble. Read up on Chris Roach's new movie before you see it. Woo! Now, awesome. I will say this. Um, the theatrical version... Um, is PG-13. Is PG-13. But I have heard... Um, I have a few friends that were in the movie as well. And they were at the cast. Oh, look who knows everyone. The cast yeah. screening. Yeah, I didn't drop any names. I didn't say who it was. Uh, I have Carl. friends in um, all the places. What yeah. Yeah, and then you put them in your movies, and then they never speak to you again. And there's nothing I can do about that. I don't uh, know. Zach dude did another one. Who's anyway. throwing up? Is somebody throwing up down there in that one picture? Just, well, yeah, I think Justin should explain that. Oh, I'll explain this one. Um, But anyway, so... Truth or dare, I'm still going to go see it in the theater. I hear it's still pretty scary, but I hear that the the MAR-rated, NC-17-rated director's cut version or whatever that's going to be on the DVD is going to be a little more gruesome. Yeah, I heard it has actual penetration, and that's why it's NC-17, Justin. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's not NC-17. It, it would have been an R, but it, it just it's been an R. PG-13 instead. But you know what? There are some good PG-13 horror movies. Don't let that steer you away. 
Yeah, and don't hold it against Roach either because because clearly he wrote a very sick and twisted, fucked up script that they had to take things out of to make it palatable for teenagers. Oh, I'm sure there were like 50 fuck dungeon scenes like season two of Lucha Underground. Is, have we ever confirmed that he was the writer of most of the fuck dungeon material? I don't CM, know. He I don't stole know. it all from me, man. Stole it all from me. I'm just Mr. Saying. Roach, if you were in fact the guy that wrote all of those sick and twisted and demented, awful things that should never been on television that we loved so much, you have to confirm it. So we'll make we'll make we'll make Roach come on the show and play confirm or deny one of these days. No, we'll we want to talk to him about truth or dare, dude. We gotta get him on before well, that. That's the plan. That's the plan is to hopefully um sometime in the next couple of weeks here before Truth or Dare premieres on Friday the thirteenth, April thirteenth. Uh, that hopefully maybe we can get CM in here for at least a couple of minutes. And, and that's uh, not hard to remember, folks. Friday the 13th. Okay. Yes. Come on. Yeah, I, was, I was born on a Friday the 13th. That's that's very, uh, not entirely surprising. He was yeah. such a special boy. Yeah, he was. Uh, wait, who, me? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely special. <laughs> so this, uh, we have to say happy birthday, Mallory. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mallory. And I believe she's in the chat. Yay. Happy birthday, Mallory. So this was the uh, Mil Machete's Mallory taco stand at Ultima Lucha 4. Um, He was hooking it up. No, he's not hacking up a lung. He's just covering his face because, you know, that's what Lucha doors do. Keep it kayfabe. Keep it kayfabe. Keeping it real, real. I think you guys have seen most of this stuff. I don't Um, know what he looks like. Lots of costumes. I've never seen him. This is a great costume. Oh, Dragon Azteca. Love Sweet. it. And uh, your trios champions. That's a small version. Oh, I don't know. Man, fun. not one of you motherfuckers played the air guitar like the Hulkster with the belt. Come on. If you ever wanted to know who really runs the show at Lucha Underground. Yeah. It's these guys in the back on the call. Telling I'm people sitting what to at do. DJ seat. Oh, God. No wonder all the finishes are fucked up and the wrong person wins all the time. Jeez. I'm in the Roach seat, and Jim's in the Stolman seat, and he doesn't even have a job anymore, so I don't know what that says about Jim. It's funny he fucked up the finish Ultima Lucha Dos. <laughs> well, you know. That was for J-Man, actually, because we had a thing. Hashtag King Sid. Um, oh, there's the better one with the belts there. And as yeah. you can see, I clearly do not know how to shoulder a belt. He's like, this is too heavy. You'll learn one day. Not everyone is born a champ. Some people have to learn how to. There was a a certain professional wrestler standing right behind us, too, that uh, has held many, many belts who was laughing at me and will never let me live that down. It does look like you're trying to put a purse on your shoulder. The only person holding that belt right was Jimmy. Just saying. Why? What are you talking about? Jimmy is the only one that goes to the gym regularly. He's the only one that should be holding a belt the right way. (laughs) How am I not holding the belt right? It's backwards. It's backwards. Yeah, it's yours, this is the you got to turn the face around, Byron. Um, oh, a couple God. other little interesting ones for you. I think oh, uh, Mario. I think everybody knows who that guy is. I would put that on my wall right now. So oh, here's a great one. That that wrestler that was laughing at me is actually behind Jim's head. I don't know if anyone can figure it <laughs> out. Yeah, I purposely had. I was like, I posted this one. Not there the is a one. version of this picture where you can see who that particular guy is. But if you know. Uh, how stylish and I can formidable tell he shoes. is. Look at his shoes. I can tell who it is by the shoes. That's funny. <laughs> this is some dope-ass shoes, man. Oh, dude, I just ordered shoes just like that. That's amazing. 
I don't know if you can really see them well, but oh, uh, homeboy's got a Zulily account like me because I just ordered those same shoes. They're on the way. So that's a, ni- that's a nice set of shoes. That is a spoiler you were getting. Jim's they're, they're Chuck, called, they're called Pirates like work boots and Look this at my boots. Particular timely pair of fashionable shoes. Yeah, it's called it's called a monk strap, Justin. So anyway, danger restricted area. Don't go back there. And that was where. That's where the control room is. And the control room, by the way, for Lucha Underground, frigging huge and amazing. Um, for a like- show of this size with this budget, it's pretty rare to see a control room like that. Oh, and by the way, it was St. Patrick's Day. Please note the Modelo. Modelo. <laughs> I could tell it just from the fucking foil around the top. We had, we had all of them. We didn't quite put them out of business like we had planned to because of the amount of time we spent on the, the tour and hanging out backstage. But And the amount of times we had to leave to go pee. Yeah. Now yeah, You should have hired the Hills. We would have put them out of business. I will also say that we, uh, we went to the after party, um, which was a very interesting story. Um, yeah. We did not take any photographs because uh, in previous years, people have taken photographs at the after party and uh, that was almost cause for us to not get into the after party in the first place. In fact, we were told no. And then uh, we were allowed in a little bit later, though. I, but yeah. I, think we, I think we were told no because there were still a lot of other uh, folks around. So um, I think they just didn't want to make people mad, but we, we, hey, we man. were allowed in and, and we bought the tickets to the damn VIP. So I don't, uh, I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> but even yeah. uh, before we fully got into the after party, we found ourselves in the writer's room. That is true. Well, no, yeah. we went into the after party and then we went back to the writer's room. Quick, quickly. I mean, we were at the party for a little bit. Then we went straight to the writer's well, room. And, and that's I'll, where tell, the good I'll, tell, I'll tell the real story because I think DJ would appreciate this story being told. Started, the fact that DJ was like, you guys have any good ideas for season five? No, that's not what happened at all. He's like, I need help. He never, he never wanted to get on a glass table while a man lays under it. What? Yeah. Oh my God. That happened. No, the real story is uh, we were all at the, at the party. Um, Eric was there. DJ was there. We were talking to a few of the talent. And um, we looked around and we we're like, okay, it's St. Patrick's Day. Let's have some cocktails. And everything was like sangria and like margaritas and like fruity flavored drinks with no real booze in them. And DJ just looked around and he was like, ah, this isn't going to work, guys. Let's go to my office. <laughs> so. Because DJ is a real man and he is really the the true leader at Lucha Underground. I don't and know why he he, uh, as far as the eye could see. Wine no, cooler Meltzer. Some some Bartles and James up in that bitch. Thank God that was not even the case. We went back to the office and out came the Yager and the tequila and uh, what else was back there? Did you say Yager? What Yager. the hell is Yager? Yager. I'm going to get this man some Pacific Rim. Jesus Christ. I know. Jager. Jagers. Jagers uh, and Kaigus. <laughs> There's definitely the Jameson and the Baileys and the Guinness. Oh, and, shit. Jameson and Jimmy would know these here. things. James, yeah. Jimmy is the only one that had all of those. <laughs> that was my podcast with a bunch of guys that started watching wrestling in 2013. No one gets my Jameson jokes. About I got it. No, I know who Jameson is. Yeah, well, you guys should have fucking popped for it if you got I it. Just don't listen to you. <laughs> Ever. I think the Berserker killed him once. He threw him off a building. <laughs> um. 
So I can't tell you what was discussed in that back room, though. Digging underground was one of those things. Those yeah. bastards. Why did I get blocked for that? That was also where the conversation where DJ was like, oh, of course I would have flown Urban out. I would have paid for his ticket. I would have bought him beers, Ubers, food, everything. <laughs> that was also where that D conversation went down. D DJ will do a lot for you. I'm just saying. DJ is a good man. He's, he's a good a, man. He's a good dude. He, he's a good he is a good man. He's a great thecophiliac. And I, I, I would shake his hand right now, but I know where it's been. I will say at this point, DJ and I have absolutely no heat. He follows you still. Get, I think give, so. me, give me a moment. I'll get you some. No, don't give me any heat. Me and DJ are good. You sure about that, Justin? <laughs> over the whole sexy star thing. We've moved on. I heard, I heard he, knows about that, he might be a little mad about it. I don't know. Hmm. No, he, he knows that I'm very supportive of all of his efforts this season. Um, they okay. worked really, really hard. So and you're moving saying A for effort. You're one of those moms right now? No, oh my no. god. No, DJ knows that I will give it to him straight. He knows that I will tell him if I think something is is No, not that's something this, this is getting weird. Getting Don't weird right now. You're gonna give Don't it inside, dude. He knows that if we don't like something, we'll give him shit about it, which is why our podcast rules and other podcasts kind of suck a dick. Um uh, that, that that's why the last row hills died, actually, because we were, you know, we were fucking nice. Pandering. You get a pandering. I'm just saying. Casey knows what's up. Casey knows what's up. I, I heard. I heard that you guys were like fucking eating bagel bites on air and shit. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, I eat, I eat Poor decisions. Right now. Dude, Poor I decisions. Get out of some bagel bites right now. I actually have real pizza in the fridge. I don't need bagel bites. What, why? I'm on my way, Casey. On my way. I'm gonna. Come and they away. don't sponsor my podcast. You know what I'm saying? I do have to say. uh I do have to say thank you to Eric for uh, hooking that whole thing up and actually taking the time. Because honestly, I thought what was going to happen is we're going to win. And Eric's going to be like, you guys already know what the fuck's going on. Get out of here. Go away. <laughs> Just give me your money and leave. Um, but he totally, he totally hooked us up. And then hanging out with DJ and Roach and uh, some of the other awesome talented uh, performers of lucha underground after the show it was awesome really cool. if he just handed you guys vests and made you be the parking lot monitors for the rest i will of say <laughs> i will say this there was a certain performer that lost buckets of blood that night that showed up to the after party um yeah. and to that particular performer i'm just gonna say thank you for a most most entertaining season and I can't wait for everyone else out there to see what you gave all of us that day and throughout the whole season. I think that this one particular performer above everyone else, as much as I like everyone else, is going to be the breakout star from this season. I think everyone knows. I think everyone knows last season it was Dante Fox. Um this season, you guys have something to look forward to. And I honestly think even as great as the Ultima Lucha, Ultima Lucha Quattro match for this person was, that they have a moment that is bigger, that's going to actually come earlier in that, that is a, a absolute star-making turn wrestling-wide. It has nothing to do with uh, even just Lucha Underground. I think this is the kind of performance and the kind of moment that people will be talking about for a long time and will make this particular performer a star forever. And you can read about it in spoilers all you want. It ain't going to mean shit, because when you see it, it's going to be so much more impactful than anything that you could read. So fuck the spoilers. Wait for the show. And when this person goes over, 
you're gonna fucking pop. And from what I, from who I think it is, and I haven't even been really reading spoilers except people that fucking thrust them upon me. Uh, That's me. Yeah, that personal. <laughs> yeah, upon no Casey. spoilers except for the fact that I forget that Casey is in our direct message sometimes, and I spoil shit for Casey. I'm so sorry, Casey. Yeah, it's it's great. I I really really wanted the surprise when Sid showed up, and you guys fucked it up for me. Uh, yeah, but it was not on the show. Sid just showed up as a fan of his choke slamming other fans. It was cool, but it wasn't part of the show. I want to fist bump Sid so bad, you guys. Um, <laughs> oh my god! On the inside, but um, no, I uh, if it's who I think it is, Justin, I think that this is really good timing for that person. I hope so. Well, yeah, it's a, I, I think one of the cool things about Lucha Underground is uh, is that every season you have at least one person who has that kind of a thing. I mean, the first season, obviously, Pentagon. And um, second season, I would say. Well, Matanza, too, since well, he's fucking one over. But, yeah. Well, Pentagon was Pentagon was supposed to be, like, one of the four, like, with Aerostar, Phoenix, Drago. And by the time... It was like halfway through or the season was over season one um pentagon was the biggest thing that had, that wasn't signed to wwe but you have i think in all the other seasons you have um the, just the wrestlers are given opportunities the personalities like dario is given opportunities to impress the fans and um and they make their names and it's it's very exciting there was what Justin's talking about, I wasn't there. Like, I know what happened because I was there at the beginning and the end, but I wasn't there for the actual match. Let's and just keep bragging over here. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying I'm, it's, it is it is one of those things where I'm looking forward to actually seeing what happened. Well, and, and honestly, you're in a good position, Byron, because you know enough. You were there for enough of it to be excited about the good stuff, but you also missed some of the big stuff. So there's still, like, great moments to be excited for seeing. Yeah. Um, like I think there was there was definitely some breakout talent this season, and I think you're going to be you know there's a lot of Lucha Underground people who returned, um, a lot of returning characters that really took this opportunity. I think that they knew what this season was all about for them, and um, I think you're going to really enjoy seeing it. I, mean, I hope I hope my boy Jack Evans fucking breaks out because he's like the last one I've been holding out for to have something good happen. And I really, really I will say this. I will say this without any spoilers. I enjoyed what Jack did this season. I enjoy what Jack does all the time. Like I really, I'm enjoying his tweets Jack right Evans now about video games. Always watch. I enjoy jacking it all the time. And then Jack Evans in video <laughs> games, he's not any better than me. That motherfucker can just, you know, come oh, get shit. it. Sounds like a come challenge. Get it. Come get challenge it. Challenge is laid down. It's still here, man. Uh, that challenge has been laid down since season two. Uh, Let's get a Twitch stream going. Look, the, the, I will hey, say this. I want to talk. Go ahead. I wanna, go ahead. I, I want to talk about Twitch. Uh, uh we all were. I, I was telling you about Twitch. You all know this. I was talking about Twitch as as far as a uh, legitimate, you know, outlet to uh, for wrestling podcast and what what whatnot. And then you got AAA that comes in and and, and starts streaming their fucking shows on Twitch. I'm ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. Urban's ahead of the game. It's there, man. Uh, and as far as your uh, VIP experience, let me just go a little heel. Uh, the, <laughs> the heels, 
Here we go. The heels Why? never didn't have to pay to fucking get backstage and sit in the control room and hold the belts. And even though that didn't happen, uh, but at the same time, with the heels didn't have to pay. I'm just glad you guys supported a uh, a worthy cause. Uh, charity is good. I'm, I'm really, really, right? really proud. Yeah. Definitely. Wrestling charity or something like that. It was to to help a wrestling uh, high, high school wrestling team. I think is what y'all y'all supported. I yeah, not sure. I don't keep up with everything, but uh, heels yeah. never had to pay for it. Let's just keep that in check. Keep the character in check. Yeah, well, I, I, I will say this. I will say this. Um, I have been backstage a few times this particular season, but there was no way in hell they were going to let me back there with Byron without paying money. It's just that simple. Nobody would. Nobody in their right mind would let you backstage with Byron. You know, I fucking brought vanilla ice to the show. Did you guys hear about that? <laughs> Every episode since. <laughs> I, 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 I keep hearing about it. I just keep uh, hearing about it. Yeah, you guys want to see uh, an original 1984 Masters of the Universe Hot Wheels I just got? Oh, that's cool. Today? Fuck yeah. You probably sell that. Sell it to... Uh, a DJ for like three hundred dollars. I'm probably gonna apply for Stolman's job. Three hundred dollars for this extremely rare 1984 Hot Wheels Masters of the Universe car. It's How probably worth more. How do we get Stolman's job? Anyway, yeah, so I, let, I, let, you, let me just say this. How, Go ahead. You know, you, get, you know how you get Stolman's job? You don't show up for a podcast interview. Bang, boom, bingo. <laughs> Never showed up for ours either, brother. I don't think he knows what the internet is. So uh, that's. I think him and AR Fox are sending telegraphs to each other about it right now. <laughs> what about Jack? He doesn't even have like a permanent cell phone. Hey, AR Fox has a Twitter now and he does actually use it maybe once a week. So that is definitely a step in the right direction. Jack Evans does things the old fashioned way on a fucking computer. Okay. You know, when you, you know what needs to happen? Some hottie needs to slide into AR Fox's DM and that will change. Oh everything for him then he'll start using it all the time but short of that i don't think ar is going to give a fuck idea oh, for a new show. Get in there. <laughs> yeah exactly idea for a new show catfish wrestlers here we go <laughs> oh. oh shit okay um, how do you think i get guests on this podcast um oh yeah dude i'll i'll act like i'm 12 and catfish jerry lawler let's do it <laughs> this is the thing no, I want to say about season four, real quick. He's a baby banger. Fifteen-year-olds, remember? <laughs> Back on a serious note, this being kind of a Lucha Underground podcast. This is the things I want to say about season four, without spoiling anything. Um, some of the returning talent, I'm very, very happy uh, with what they did with the time they were given. Um, I think that uh, Cobra Moon, Daga, and you know. Vinny Massaro and a couple of these other performers that we've we've grown to love, but but haven't necessarily seen as much as we wanted to. I think they did really good work. Ricky with their time. Mandel, Woo! Not, not, I'm never putting Ricky over. I don't. I didn't. If he was even at Lucha Underground this season, I don't even think I noticed. Um, but I'll put over. I'll put over those guys. I'll put over Mariposa and Marty the Moth. I think those guys are still super awesome. Um, and I think the new talent coming in, you're gonna see some new people get over it's gonna be surprising yeah uh, i was i was really impressed and did not expect to see what i saw from some of that talent i would say that there are yeah. there are four brand new talent um that 
I wholeheartedly welcome at Lucha Underground. Hope they stick around forever. Maybe even five. Now that I think about it, because uh, a couple of them came in a little later. Uh, how than many others. of those are Sid? How many people does he count as? He's pretty big. One. One of those is Sid. Okay. <laughs> like it should at least so, be five. Yeah. It's the man, the master, the ruler of the world. Hashtag King Sid. Um, but I'm very, I, I'm very excited about it now. How the public reaction goes to some of those new talent coming in, that's going to be the thing that I'm most interested to see. I think it's going to be the big story of the year. You know, I I, I listen to Ariel Hawani's podcast, and he's always talking about what's going to be the MMA story of the year. I think one of the big wrestling stories of the year is going to be what the public reception and reaction is to some of these new debuting talents. Because I can tell you, I can tell you, in the temple, some of them went over the second they walked through the door, and nice. yeah. most of them with good reason. But I can also say that I think the reaction from the general public may be mixed to a couple of those, and I think that even in the temple to a few of those, it became very mixed over time. Honestly... What I have to say is if they were mixed in the temple, it's a bunch of noob fans that can eat shit, and also the general public can eat shit, unless they're listening to our show. Uh, but I think the real the real big story is that I'm going to get so many people to watch Wing that it's going to make a comeback, and I'm going to get to, like... Well, post the URL. Where's the URL where people can find this stuff, Case? Dude, I'm not fucking typing shit. Just look up... Uh, W star ing. Oh, which reminds me, fucking PlayStation app for YouTube is bullshit. There's no star symbol on the little keyboard, so I can't search for wing on my fucking PlayStation. What's up with that, YouTube piece of shit? Um, W star ing. So hook up a keyboard. Mr. Crabs has the um the ultimate question of the evening that I think we should broach. My he favorite is, wrestler is uh, Jason the Terrible, Mr. Krabs. Thank well, you for he's, asking. He's asking, do we think Sexy Star will be in season four? How do you pronounce the word think with a Y? But I am not, a y I'm, I'm not allowed to answer this question I, because I was, in fact, at every taping, and I know the answer to this question, so I can't I answer can, Mr. Krabs. I can answer start. this question. I can answer the question because I wasn't anywhere near the fucking temple. No. <laughs> I like that answer. No, I can't confirm no, or deny no. that that's the right answer, but I like that answer. You know, it's and, probably uh, not the right answer, but I'm just going to say no anyway because she's be- too busy beating everybody's ass in real life. Just so there you there you go. There. Urban thanks. Let's think with a Y. Exactly. Thanks. It's thanks. urban urban thanks. No. How do you spell that many words wrong, crabs? Are you trying? Have you ever used the phone with a fucking touch keyboard? It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. There's Mr. no fucking Krabs. haptic feedback. Mr. Krabs, <laughs> I want you to answer this honestly, and it will it will be it will just completely depend on how nice we are to you in the future. Sting or the Undertaker, Mr. Krabs? Oh my god, you better answer this question right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Mr. Krabs says that sexy star is unsafe. I will say this. She's yeah, not, look at the belt she's not unsafe because for her to be able to do anything to you, you have to actually give her your arm. Or and unless you're lying there and actually giving her your arm, 
or penis. then there's no way she's going to be able to hurt you. But when you're in the hold of a move where she's not supposed to do something stupid and then she purposely does something stupid, that's a different story. So, oh, wow. Sexy star, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, say it's unsafe. That's a preview picture for this week's show. Just saying. Uh, you're the preview. Okay, okay. Mr. Krabs, you're cool in my book. You said Undertaker is better than Sting. Thank you. Did he spell, <laughs> did he spell it with a Y? No, it, that's <laughs> wrong. That Krabs right. is wrong. Krabs is wrong. Sting's the best all the way. Undertaker. Oh, oh, oh He's just trolling now because he knows I banned Miflo for life from his name Sting. That. You take note that Meatloaf is not here tonight and was afraid to show up because Casey is here. Actually, you know why Meatloaf's not here? Because he's floating down the river Thames for pissing me off one too many times. It's pronounced Thames. I, I'm not fucking. <laughs> wow. Was I doing was too busy watching King Ralph right now? I don't right even now. pronounce it correctly. Unless I'm talking about Poppy. Oh, how I want to wear Phantasma's skin for me birthday. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm for this. I'm for this. Jim, Byron, what did you guys think of Ultima Lucha 4? Uh, it ran too damn long. I mean, so there were there were a lot of Ultima Lucha snore, Jim. Is oh, I yeah. won't say that. Uh, here's here's that. here's my biggest issue with the fact that it was uh, running long is that the match that came right before the intermission was straight fire, and it might also be the most I've sat down through an entire match the entire year. And yeah, that was an incredible match, and everyone was exhausted and yawning. And I know for a fact the yeah. agents were, were, were ticked about how long the first half ran. Um, there were spots blown. There were people that went over their time. There were people that, you know, did spots that they weren't supposed to do. Like, it... it it's cool because one of those agents that was probably pissed off ruined a fucking triple A pay per view doing the same thing. So, but, but I mean, you know, it, it, like on TV, don't get me wrong, I don't see any flaws at all with what you're going to get on TV. I think yeah, really the problem was 100% in the room. I think it would, it just ran too long. There was a few things that uh, were a little clunky and, uh, I don't think the performers didn't put in. And in fact, honestly, part of the problem might have been the fact that the performers put in too much. Like everybody wanted their match to be the big shit. And the simple fact of the matter is there's only so much time on TV. That shit's going to get cut down. And, you know, younger performers that are coming out of the indies at times, you need to know your role. You need to know your place. You need to know where you fit in. And, and, you know, I, I only have so much room to talk because I'm not one of them. But at the same time, uh, even as a fan and, and a fan who's, who knows quite a bit about wrestling, I can tell you that clearly that front half of that show was not supposed to run like it did. And it plus, just wasn't. you've watched enough shows live and then seen the actual version that we get on TV to know what gets cut from these matches now. Yeah. And it's all like, true. oh, this mat work's not going to be on TV. I mean, I mean they, cut, 
They cut the whole fucking segment of me beating fucking Hernandez's ass. Grape nuts. That son of a bitch. Baby they, nuts. <laughs> grape yeah. nuts. I'm going to call them grape nuts because I don't like that cereal. But A grape uh, nut is actually smaller than a baby nut, so that's actually pretty offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they cut the whole segment of me whipping his ass all the way up them stairs out. So, I mean, uh, yeah, stuff gets edited out. Justin, just you're in the demo of people that eat grape nuts. How do you feel about them? I actually like them now. And it is a product of age. Um, they are I, still. I had a blueberry this morning. They're very because, hard to see, though. Is it because you need fiber? I do. I do. I, I eat plums and grape <laughs> nuts. An old man. I'm that old. Justin just has giant. I feel you. Uh, not to get DJ listening to this part of the podcast, but giant giant logs from Justin. You know what, though, Byron? I, now that I think about it, and Jim, I think we have every right to complain. Two talent that was in the first half of that show about that because they literally cost us our spot in the show. Oh yeah, shit! You got Bud. Oh my god, the Undertaker Bud you. That's great. We got we got bumped because talent Bud out, and you know we got screwed. Oh, because they don't know how to work a TV match. So you guys are basically Lucha Underground's Cameron and Naomi to their. <laughs> Their Undertaker and uh, shit. What match was it? Was that it was Damian Sandow and no, it was Road Scholars and someone else versus oh, there was one that was a big thing on Total Divas, too. Yeah, that was the match. It was because because I think they were fighting like Brodus Clay and someone else, so they were supposed to be out. Oh, yeah, the Funkadactyls were coming out with Brodus. That's right. But look, I will say, look, Alexis is saying I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with the show. She loved the whole show. And don't get me wrong, what I'm saying is that there wasn't anything wrong with any specific match. There's just a certain timing and way matches are supposed to go. Um, it's not like anybody really went into business for themselves. Everybody was trying to put on a good match. All the talent was working together. Great. It's just, if it's going to go that long, then production should have planned in another intermission because yeah. the crowd died on them. Yeah. It ran if too long. It's going to be hard to edit for television show. because they're going to have to cut out so much stuff. And it wasn't, it just simply wasn't what was intended. I don't think. And, and also at one point, yeah. uh, there was, uh, Everyone thought it was intermission, just started leaving. And then they're like, nope, it's not intermission yet. So everyone yeah. had to come back. Yeah. Dude. So they, I think they so just they right. get those kind of it's things hard. worked out because there was a great match right before the intermission that I, I won't spoil for you, but it really is one of the matches of the year. Um, certainly a candidate for, for match of the year in Lucha Underground itself, if not out there in the world. And the crowd was really cold for the first half of it. And it's really a shame because those two performers went out there and killed it. And they were killing it the whole season and they deserved more respect than that. They deserved more respect than that from us as the fans that were in the room. They deserved more respect from, from production and not giving the audience a break before it got there. And they deserved more respect from their fellow workers and wrapping their shit up on time and doing it the way that they were supposed to so that those guys could get out there and have a hot crowd instead of a dead crowd. Now, Justin, my question for you and Byron that you can provide a unique little tidbit. Financially, what are the implications of wrestlers going long like that when you have to pay an entire crew? Look, um, here's the thing. They bit the bullet on Ultima Lucha. I'm pretty sure the camera crew went to to lunch late and got a meal penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were already going to hit OT anyway because they brought in the whole camera crew and all the talent early that day to do extra blocking and to work out some last minute things that... I believe that DJ did not want to reveal even to talent before the day of, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 
I think I, I, it may not have mattered in that regards on that particular day because I think that they were already prepared to bite the bullet on the overages. And, you know, and they're paying PAs to stay late to clean up the after party and this, that, and the other thing and rearrange stuff. So it may have been a foregone conclusion that you're going to spend some extra money on that particular day and probably worth it. But at the same time, it's going to cost a little more in the edit. It's going to take probably a whole nother day or so on some of those yeah. episodes for people to shave stuff down. It's going to hire the heels. Should have hired the heels. If you have a complete story, each match is a story. And if you have a complete story that you have to kind of just shave a little bit, that's one thing. But if you have to take 10 minutes off of every match, you have to redo the whole story. Well, and you got to think too, that these, these are talent that, you know, I think every wrestler eventually sees themselves in WWE. And if they want to make money, they should. And uh, go there and run long. See what happens. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't run long in WWE. That's unless you're the Undertaker. Yeah, they, given they have a three hour show and at times that they can buffer. But, you know, when they got to go to commercial break, they go to commercial break, man. Like unless you're the guy that's supposed to be cutting the 25 minute program promo you you got a certain amount of time you go out there and you work your spots and you get off you know when when talent runs long things like uh tejano's hair getting cut off don't make air that was you know? so, okay you know what that is the biggest fucking bullshit i think so in the face to an aplestus match you want to get me hot justin you want to get they, come in hot. i came in i came in hot get him fucking fired up god you won't get me fired up you won't get wildfire fired up Woo! Woo! okay Look, if you do an Aplestas match, you fucking show the payoff, especially when you're Triple A that has pretty recently fucked people out of Aplestas matches, especially the hair result, uh, like when Fabi Apache faked losing her hair uh, a couple years ago. Um, look, Tejano was willing to sacrifice his hair, man, and I know you get paid... <laughs> You get paid to get your head shaved, right? But Tejano's going to grow the same hair back in a week. No, I don't get it. True. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it short that, for like. That, he got a haircut, dude. That's because you're match. ginger. It's because you're ginger. It, it's uh, hair grows back really fast if you're, you know, of Latino descent. Yeah. So what's the big deal? He shaved his head. Then he's fine. And wait, week. this just in. This just in. Mr. Krabs believes that Desmond Xavier and Ar Fox could, in fact, have been the same person. That, that might be the most Guinness. racist thing I've ever heard. I read that. I didn't bring it up on the show. I had what are you, a I racist? Had to, I had to. Yeah, Jesus I Christ. They don't look anything alike. <laughs> Not <laughs> even close. They're different they're, gimmicks, that's all. They're both, they're both black. I think that's about it. Oh, oh Jim. Are they? Wow. <laughs> Jim didn't oh. do anything wrong. No, 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 no. Wait, wrong. stop, 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 stop. Jim, Jim works, Jim works for the company. They all look alike. Jim works for the company that put out Black Panther, so he gets a pass. And Iron Fist, so it's no oh, that kind of oh. levels the playing field back. Don't oh. put us in the same boat, Casey. Stop I know, doing I that. know you're separate. I know it's just that you're on the show with the the stand-in for Iron Fist right now, and it's confusing. Oh. Yeah. oh, hey, Crystal. By the way, I'm not saying that everyone should go to WWE. I'm saying all wrestlers in their mind should want to to a certain extent because that's where they're going to monetize what they do for a living uh, the best. They, they just. Unless you work on YouTube and Linda McMahon cuts your goddamn balls off. Right. Well, that, that can happen, too. Sucks. Um, you needed those balls. I did. I did need those balls, man. 
no and look and and look crystal to that point there are plenty of ways that wrestlers can make good money that can make a living outside of the wwe and i think more now so than ever before yeah Um, there's a lot of options out there um but even even to that extent you gotta see that a lot of uh, a lot of the top indie guys that are making that money are still guys that came from the WWE and then went back to indies. Though you got guys like the Young Bucks, you got guys like Joey Ryan, uh, even Shane Strickland's doing great. You've got a lot of guys who are out there. Uh, Sammy Callahan now, but he's also former WWE. So hell, um, look, look at fucking Pentagon, man. Pentagon's doing great. after season after season one, Ultima Lucha. That motherfucker blew up. He was making hand over fist in money. In yeah, the indies. it's even better now that he's worn that that LU belt. Um, that exactly that raised his fees even more. I mean, he's doing great. Um, now, Joey Ryan has come out and like publicly said he's making six figures as an independent wrestler. Correct, correct. But if Joey For Ryan grabbing- were, were over and even just a tag champ in WWE, he'd be making probably double or triple that. No, yeah, no. but he's not having to do yeah, half yeah, the work after a few Joey, years. More you of his talk to some of the lower card guys in WWE because they are not making. I'm saying I'm not saying that he'd be a lower card guy. I'm saying if he was an upper mid card guy at WWE, he would still make more. How far would Joey Ryan get? Not at all. WWE? No, he's absolutely he making the there. right choice. He's absolutely exactly. making the right choice. Don't get me wrong. My point is the fact that you can't ever deny that the real money is still in WWE. I mean, Joey Ryan is probably at the top of what he can get anywhere outside of WWE. True, period. true. But uh, humor me. Yes, uh, absolutely. Anytime. YouTube. Uh, this goes back to YouTube. Demonetization for language. How how over would Joey Ryan be if he couldn't do the goddamn fucking dick, dick suplex, whatever the hell it is. I don't know what it's called. Well, he's still pretty over in Lucha Underground. He's never done it there once on TV, only in dark matches. But he's famous for it. That's what he's famous for. That's true. Like and, and Urban, do you know who created that dick spot? The, no, I don't. I don't. You and do. no. came up with it. Nice. And Shokudino. Because he said he said, you know, you can flip me with your dick because American penis so big, so strong. So 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 strong. So, so strong. Wow. American penis. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I had to mute Byron. So anyway, Crystal, thank you for bringing up good points. Um, uh, I am very interested to see what the Young Bucks can do um, on their own, really trying to do a big event. That will That's going to say a lot about the indie market in general. If they can fill 10,000 seats, sell out hotels, basically be an event themselves, a given... They have clout with New Japan, and and they're not exactly unknown at this point, but they're not WWE guys. And for the people that are holding out hope, CM Punk's not going to be on the fucking show. I hope he's not. I hope they don't bring any big former... If they bring in any big former WWE talent, that taints it to me. I want to see what they can do without that. And plus, he's going to be fighting on the UFC card in Chicago. We we all know former WWE talent is a bunch of dicks. Not all of them. <laughs> what? They're a bunch I, of dicks. I recently I recently met one that might be the nicest guy in the whole world. That that surprises me. Was and he we will have to talk about that later. Point. What's that? <laughs> Was he super baked at the time? Nope. 
Nope. This, met- particular, this particular one does not uh, do any kind of foreign substances. Very oh, clean, okay. wholesome. What? Not who I was thinking of. Never no, mind. no. Very larger than life uh, individual. And I think Jim and Byron know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I was very surprised. I expected this particular individual to not be uh, nearly as likable and compelling as they actually are. And uh, and uh, hopefully this person will come on the show as a guest at some point. Yes. You mean basically someone who would who I thought would probably no sell us. And yeah, they completely. didn't do that. Not at all. Completely the opposite. Is Uh-oh. it? Is it? Uh, oh God! What's his name? Oh, no, Dustin. Is it Dustin Rhodes? God damn it! If it's not Dustin Rhodes, <laughs> I don't care. Oh, it's Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> I'll give you a hint, Urban. The natural. Hashtag King Sid. Oh my God! So, <laughs> but, yeah, this this particular individual substance in his body, Sid. What's a steroid? This particular <laughs> individual had every right and every ability to completely no sell us, um, but did not. And then later, I actually had over half hour 40 minute personal conversation with this individual um and i was very very surprised very quality individual and did not need to be talking to me for any stretch of the imagination for any reason well you were i have to be here for the interview i have to be here you might want to i mean you you were gone for a while while uh byron ron and i were just drinking so (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so so during the period of time when i was talking to this person to kind of take it back full circle to the after party um a certain head writer of a certain uh american luchador program decided to make uh the real jimmy v finish a fucking bottle of jägermeister in front of the entire after party to varying levels to varying (laughs) results to which proceeded to go into Jimmy's bloodstream and then Jimmy had to be dragged off the dance floor a couple hours later because the, the things he was doing, no, they were good. He was actually a good dancer. Yeah, he did the single lady stance. Beyonce is great. But here's here's Jimmy. At, I forgot about that. Here's the here's Jimmy <laughs> dancing Beyonce like Beyonce in front of the entire cast and crew of Lucha Underground in a Mass Mats and Mayhem t-shirt. And I'm like... <laughs> This is either really good for us or the worst thing that could possibly happen right now. And I really don't know the answer. It's usually both. I totally forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Now, I if if Urban had been there, he would have consumed equally as much alcohol. But I do not believe he would have danced. I do not believe that he would have danced like Beyonce at any point in time. See, I wanted to like, no, 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 don't come at me, bro. You don't know what oh. I do. Oh shit! I fucking dance. I do what I gotta do. You're fucking but like Beyonce. But like I mean, Beyonce. I pretty much went into like uh you know wedding reception mode. That's all the single ladies. All the single ladies. If there were single ladies there, Urban was getting them. That was that. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was podcast. freaking amazing. Okay, I wouldn't. Have, I, I, also, I, I don't. Wouldn't I wasn't dragged that. off the dance floor. I left willingly because the night was over. That's true. At one point, you looked at us and you like you were bragging, and you said, "Oh yeah, guys, I dance." I would. I would not have been around that long after the uh, during cool. the after party. I would have left and been smoking weed somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some I people think did you have the official. You got just smoke weed after of the MMM show that says. That's right, guys. I dance. That is the new shirt. Urban, urban. That, wait. That's a, that's you a gotta shirt. understand something. 
you got to understand something. Um, many people uh, did exactly what you're talking about doing, but you have to understand now, since the last time you were here, it is completely legal in Los yeah. Angeles. So all people had to do was step outside into the smoking area, do their business and walk right back into the party. Nobody had to like go off someplace strange. It's completely legal. Yeah, it's completely that, legal, Urban. It always smells like weed everywhere you go, and all of your service in restaurants is extra slow. I don't <laughs> care. That never stopped me before. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> you, you literally, Urban, you would not have left the party. You would have stepped outside. You would have smoked a little bit. You'd have came back in. You actually, I guarantee you would not have actually left because you wouldn't have I, had to. That happened several I actually, times. I actually don't don't like being there in the after party to be fair um i i kind of like you know that's the after party is for for the wrestlers the performers everybody there in the show that that's their thing and i like to let them decompress the way they do and i don't like to be around it i like to you know shake hands be like yo good job do that and then i like to go do my own thing that's that's what we always did. That's that was our etiquette for the uh, after parties. Uh, you know, stay around for a little bit, forty five minutes to you know two hours, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, and then show up in a random internet video from uh, Cage and Joey Ryan. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. but we like to we, you know that's that's y'all's gig. I get my drink in because uh, it's all free. You know it's free if you've been to the uh, VIP after party bullshit. It's uh, get get your drink on, and then we always left. We we had other things to do. We wanted to hang out with people, fans. You know, uh, mainly Vic. Vic, you know Vic. Yeah. Shout out to Vic. Blood soup. Gonna see blood soup this weekend. I'm gonna yeah, see oh, oh, dude, man. Give him a really uncomfortably long hug and then whisper in his ear, that's from Casey, and then squeeze his butt. Dude, you're in LA. You could see him whenever you want. I want to see him right now. Where the fuck is he? He's not here. Text him. Tweet him. You're so particular. I will say this. Uh for the most part, we did leave uh we did leave most of the town to do their thing. Like I didn't bother too many people that I didn't, that I don't have personal relationships with outside of Lucha Underground. This is um, what I though, except for that one, that one person that I'm talking about that I was really surprised to talk to for a half an hour who I would I actually heard he kept asking. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm actually jealous. Yeah. I heard that he kept asking Taya to dance for like two hours and she kept saying no. That's the story I heard. I left Taya completely alone, but I will tell yeah. a Taya story from the after party because it's probably the funniest thing that we saw the entire night. And yeah. this is this is a little bit. Give me about riding a horse. That was pretty funny yes, too. I was gonna say that, but go ahead. Uh, well, Justin. so you guys can tell that. I don't want to embarrass yeah. anybody, but this one I I found oh. to be very interesting. Taya, um, Taya was holding a certain masked luchador's uh, newborn baby, mm. and. Uh, it was very cute and adorable. And then it became really, really funny when she kept showing that baby to Johnny Mundo, like, hey, we need one of these over and over again. And Mundo is just like looking around like, uh, and then, I totally forgot about that. And then moments later, he was not in the room anymore. And she's still like dancing and holding the baby. And I'm just like, oh, dude, she got you, bro. She got you. It's like uh, that. And he was very happy and in and in a good mood the whole time. But it was really, really funny because that baby like, was over with like everyone too. It's like, bro, this is what happens, man. 
You 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 settled down with some lady, and then this is. I hope you didn't expect it not to go here. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of the night was, uh, I was someone else talking to you turned to me and goes, "This this loud music is good for the baby, right?" <laughs> it wasn't that loud. It wasn't it was, that loud. It was kind of loud for Dude, for that how they system were. Didn't go any louder. Like every time they just try to turn it up, it just turned into more distortion. It was not loud at all. We were talking in a normal level to each other right That's next true. to the speakers. It was not loud. Mm. It was just super distorted and stupid sounding because they kept trying to make it loud and it wasn't going to happen. That's true. That was uh, a Byron, shitty 100 watt PA system. Byron, are we, are we allowed to name names or this story? I, I kind of don't want to. I kind of don't want to gossip from the party. You guys saw this. You shouldn't. I mean, shouldn't. okay, well, we won't name names then. I'll just go into the fact that part of the decor of the party was giant pinatas. One yes. of these pi giant pinatas was of a donkey. Well, Just certain donkey. talent decide uh, decided donkey. to try to get a picture riding it. And when they slowly climbed onto it, knowing what the result might be. And then when said person sat on it, the donkey just kind of like slowly went downward and then said person was on the floor. But look, there's no way you bring a pinata donkey to a party and put it yeah. on floor level and somebody doesn't ride it. Right. Like can that we, that was a rib on that was a rib on every party goer. Like that was a test just to see who was gonna oh, be. I was probably two minutes away from being that person myself. Everyone, that sure, was everyone after after the donkey riding, um, it got propped back up, and people kept going up to it and trying to do it. Was was I right in the chat? Did I? Uh, no, uh, you're no, not. But no, close. close. That's my first right. guess, though. Yeah, close but not right. Good guess, though. Like that person guess. will have a. Uh... God, I Ow. just I just saw the Ow. chat. Sorry, uh, that person will have a uh, title run soon. Just, just saying. <laughs> awesome. just, uh, but the best part was, like after that book, they had a, those the miniature uh, donkey pinatas like set Do on the tables. No, I think uh, Ron does. Ron does. He, Ron has it, and but so said person took a picture with pretending to sit on the small donkey pinata. Okay, that's you gotta tell Ron warm in the winter. That's for sure. Jim, you gotta tell people who Ron is. Ron, who got to fill in for Casey and or Urban or somebody else who would have normally been on this list. So who the hell is Ron, Jim? Uh, Ron's one of my friends, uh, who I uh, one of the many friends I met from uh, the kickball league that we all used to play in, and uh, I brought him many friends. <laughs> I brought him to Lucha uh, last season. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to Lucha Libre. Do you want to check this out? And yeah, and he became like an instant fan. So he's been going to as many uh, the tapings as possible. Yeah, Ron is Ron is good people. He's he's uh, honorary MMM show material. I'm just glad that Jim got himself a friend that was someone that I didn't already know first. <laughs> um, true, uh, times. Yeah, I mean, uh, we brought uh, Adam to the tapings. Uh, yeah, and. Um, He's knows he knows Casey through mutual friends, and Adam got to meet uh, Justin and Byron uh, during these tapings as well. All right, so Lucha Underground. I have I'll have a lot more to say about season four. My thoughts on it. Um, we've got plenty of time to spread it out because again, my prediction, just my prediction, July eleventh is going to be the premiere date. That's my prediction. Uh, call it a 
credible fan theory. How about that? Um, That's not a Wednesday. June, uh, July 11th? I'm just kidding. It is. July 11th, I think, <laughs> is a Wednesday. I was just being an asshole, Justin. You are. You're very good at it. Um, so we'll we'll talk more about that over the years, uh, over the year. Um, over the years. <laughs> yeah. Urban, where the hell off? have you been? What the hell are you getting into? Let these people know what's up. Like, what, are, are we expecting to see more of you on the World Wide Webs? Are you going to disappear and ghost forever? What is the fate of Urban and where the fuck have you been, man? I would not expect me to be around anytime soon. I am ghosting. Um, I'm going to be uh, moving to Texas soon here. Uh, what is it? It's the 23rd of March. I'm going to be uh, moving here in April 12th. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to live with uh, my brothers. Uh, not not many people know about this. It's not very privy. Uh, I found my birth mother. I'm adopted. Uh, I found my birth mother, my my brothers. Uh, I have two brothers. They're all younger than me, which uh, if you know me, that's uh, probably scary because uh, they're all as fucked up as I am. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go down there and live with my family, my actual blood. Uh, I'm going to see, you know, see what it's like to... Uh, actually uh know my mother man uh it's it's uh it's a thing i just it's it's hard to talk about i don't well it sounds like know. a great adventure man and we we've always known you for for the adventures you've kind of taken all all of us on so i'm kind of happy to hear that you're getting to go on an adventure of your yeah, own it's and gonna be good for you dude it's gonna be fucking yeah cool. uh, I'm 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 happy about it. Uh it's uh the the final piece of the puzzle is finally here. Um something I thought I would never get. Uh it, I feel like it's going to make me a complete person. Uh I I feel whole in the whole thing. Uh yeah, I dropped off. The podcast is gone. Uh we're not doing that anymore. Can people um, still go back and listen to the old ones? Uh, there's somewhere around, uh, YouTube has some of them. Uh, I think all the originals are dead. I, I, th I think I deleted them. Uh, the RSS feed died. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because, uh, I didn't want anybody to listen to all of it, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, well, if yeah. you guys do see them out there, it was the urban's show for the five new people listening to this was the last real heels. Um, along with J man, who's also going to be in town tomorrow. Byron, you should record a drop with him where he insults Jim a lot. Um, definitely. Uh, you should probably do that. Uh, it, actually get J man to actually talk trash about me. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> but man, it's a, it's a new chapter on my life. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's, it's weird. Uh, it, it just give me a second. Uh, well, I can say this, man, it's, a, it's a lot of people weird. were, were asking about you and you are definitely missed for whatever that's worth. Uh, whether it ha holds any credence for you or not, it is legitimate and it's true. You're definitely missed, man. People ask about you. People were entertained by you people uh loved you in whatever kind of weird internet famous way that that could possibly mean for most people that don't really know you um and i'm i'm happy and honored that through this fucking weird 
shit that we all do that we did get to know each other and that we have known each other. And I'm really looking forward to the, the stuff that life's bringing you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to hear the Texas diaries. Like I want to see pictures of Texas cause I've never been there. You know, I'm yeah. I'm actually thinking about uh, recording my trip and uh, recording, cool. recording a few things. I, I kind of want to put some stuff out there. Uh, as you know, if you know me, uh, Byron, Byron and, Casey and Justin, uh, Jimmy, you don't know as much, uh, but you know, that's probably my fault. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to record some stuff. I, I kind of want to see what I can do. I'm going to experiment. Uh, I, I really, as all of you know, minus Jimmy, I don't mean to exclude you, man. I don't really mean to exclude you, but <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to experiment. Uh, you know that I like uh, dealing with video and, you know, shooting stuff and maybe a amateur director. I wouldn't even say that, but uh, I'm going to try to do something at least that will be original. Uh, maybe I, I'm not, I'm not very prideful. It's not me. Uh, I'm completely opposite of my character that I portray on a podcast, but I kind of want to show you what it's like to be me in these few videos that I might do on the internet. I'm going to do it uh, because I spent 30 years, man. I spent 30, 30 fucking years alone and uh, without knowing who my mother was, without knowing who my brothers were, even though I knew who my brothers were. Uh, I'm just going to try to show you what it's like to uh, to be a complete complete urban, I guess, as it were. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be cool. I'm not worried about it. it. It's taken me out of my comfort zone. I've got a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure on me because uh it's because i i'm a i'm a fucking uh showman you know this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh i i i really want to show what it's like to be me and minus the heel gimmick you know i'm all about the gimmick but i want to show you what it's like to be me mm-hmm. And uh, not everybody is as lucky as I am. They don't. They don't get to meet their both birth mother. They don't get to meet their fucking real bro- uh, brothers or their blood. Um, I kind of want to showcase that, and uh, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm moving to Texas April twelfth. We are. Uh, um, I actually bought my mother a first class ticket to fly to Tennessee and uh, she's going to go with me. Um, I'm renting a U-Haul. I'm going to drive that bitch down to uh, Texas. And um, that's where my life will be, man. I, I hope it opens doors. I hope it, you know, more opportunities. I'm happy. I'm uh, yeah. I've been away from the public, like, you know, spotlight, and people were wondering where I am. And uh, Justin said it best. Yeah, I'm in a good a good headspace. I'm going to 
I'm doing something that I love. I get to be around people that I love. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it turns out well. If it doesn't, you know I'm going to make a video about it. It's if it turns out bad, I'm gonna make it the best horror movie you've ever seen. Is it so wrong of me that I'm just like, damn? If it does turn out bad, what the fuck is Urban gonna do? It's gonna be mm. crazy. No, no, no it's, 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 gonna not it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, this is gonna be great, dude. Because as long as you get the footage, you can do whatever you want with it, however you want with it. You know I that can, you're fucking yeah. good. At I can spin it any way I want to spin it. Yeah. Um, how long's your trip? It's a it's a twelve hour drive. Ooh, um, but it's gonna be fun, man. I'm not I'm not scared. I just got some anxiety, you know. But that's that's me personally. I don't I don't ever shed the character so much as I am now. Um, it is the most most uh word thinking of a word uh it it's going to be different it's going to be different it's different from everything i'm used to it's really out of my zone of comfort mm-hmm. um i don't have a safety net anymore uh before i could hide in my little barn which you are seeing right now all, all word, which we have many questions about to this day, by the way. Uh, all, there there I, will always be I questions will answer, about this barn. Even DJ had questions about the barn this weekend. It's a the, good barn. I like it. The barn is a uh, a safe space. It is very much my place I go when I'm feeling just overstressed. It, but I'm going somewhere new, crazy exciting it's gonna be fun i'm gonna you know catalog or document the whole whole experience uh thanks to byron actually thank you for the camera byron Um, absolutely uh but yeah i am in a good space uh you will see more from me at, at some point uh my only my only regret is that I can't take J-Man along with me uh, because that man, uh, regardless of how I act in public or, you know, as a character, this man has made me. He is, he knows what he's talking about. He uh, just blessed to actually know him. I'm blessed to know all of you. Um, thank you for giving me this opportunity uh, to speak speak about such stuff. Uh, well, it's totally it, timing wise. Honestly, it's very appropriate too because we sat there with DJ in his office, and you know, and I know you and DJ are you guys go back and you're good friends. But even DJ was kind of like, "Yeah, what's going on with Urban? Where's what? Where's his headspace at right now?" And I think. That this is great because a lot of people who have asked us about you, they do watch the show and they will know. And you've you've had a chance to explain it to them now without having to necessarily reach out to each one of them. But uh, I think it's I, I again, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm not worried at all. I know I know what Texas is all about. I know what you're all about. And I think the two things are going to go well together. 
Um, you know, I, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but my stepbrother has a very similar situation to you and kind of went through a lot of the same stuff that you're going through right now. And some of it's been difficult for him, but I think that and the in the end, it's all been super beneficial for him. What's happened with him and his birth family and, you know, his identity as a person. And I think that he could could definitely say that he's more whole in general. And I think that if you even if you get a little bit more, it's more than you had before. So it's worth it. You can't get that. It is. Hey, Urban, have you ever worth it. Yeah, man. Overwatch game. This just walked into my room. I just got a, a May uh, keychain. Nice. That fucking freeze. She has a freeze, man. Yeah. She has a fucking uh, a freeze ability. That's that's some good shit. She has a nice little ice wall she puts up. And you I'm can not actually quite good at this places. character yet. I play uh, a little. Play more Reaper and some of the other characters, and uh, yeah, good. Play plays the more manly characters is what I'm saying, Joseph. Well, yeah, you don't like the girl <laughs> who freezes stuff. No, I also play the uh, one of the healer girls a lot. Uh, no, I know that's why I was making fun of you because you said you played as Faith most of the time. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I I, I have a I like to play Diva too, who's also a female character, but she drives a mech. Hey, I've been playing. Yeah, uh, man, I've been playing the demo of Yakuza Six. Um, Sega fucked up and gave everyone the game for free. Like they uh, demo and it was the whole game and then they took it away and now the demo's back up and that's the one I have. I fucked up and didn't get the one where everyone got the game for free. Okay, but, uh, I I do have one last subject that we have to talk about before we go, but we do have to go soon. So, okay. I we have to talk about uh Debry. We have to talk about Debry. Welcome back. That's Hell all you yeah. have to say. Mm-hmm. Um this is a character that, that, as many people who have listened to the show, um, I did not watch wrestling for a long time. Lucha Underground restored my faith in wrestling. So there's your there's your big dick suck for the night, DJ. That's all you're getting out of me. Um, Lucha Underground is what brought me back to wrestling. And now I watch everything again. Um, but for a long time, I did not watch. And literally, the period of time that D. Bry wrestled in WWE, I did not see a single frame. I have never watched him step foot in the ring. This little bit of Debry that we got this week with Kevin Owens and um, Generico, whatever the fuck his character's Sammy name Zane. is these days. <laughs> Sorry. Just didn't want to put him over for the Sami Zayn shit that WWE has done with him. Anyway. Oh, fuck. Um, he's better as Generico. Anyway. Uh, so so I have never, I've never seen like a frame of Debry. I never saw AJ Lee. Uh, there's a few of these people who are big names in wrestling who I know about, but I never watched their runs. I just did simply did not watch wrestling at that point in time. And I hope that doesn't yeah. hurt my credibility with you folks out there. But Lucha Underground is what brought me back. So, so anyway, Justin, you've had no credibility with us anyway. That's true. I mean, I, you, Casey is the one with all the real Lucha. I, I went to PWG to watch him <laughs> wrestle shitty ass Roderick Strong during the time period that he was fired from WWE. And everyone threw ties into the ring like streamers because he was choking Justin Roberts with the tie is what got him fired. That was amazing, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was so, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. What do you think I about could. the comeback? Wait, Urban, oh, what's ahead, that? Urban. Gentlemen, uh, thank you. Thank you for this uh, time. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Godspeed to all of you, man. You too, sir. Keep us updated, man. We care about you. You've done me proud. Um, uh, Nobody else knows, but I know. Uh, I gave you your first interview with DJ, Mm -hmm. and you've you've done nothing but made me proud. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm going to get out of here, man. I got shit to do. Enjoy the rest of your night, my friends. Hey, we love you, brother. And anytime you want to stop by, you know that you are 130 million percent welcome. And believe it or not, I know exactly what you've done for us. Uh, I said it to somebody this week, and it's it's no bullshit. We we were the little sister to the last Real Heels from the second oh, we started doing this. And we never had any problem being in that spot. Um, that was a great spot to be in. We learned a million things from you guys, and we did this because we wanted to have the same kind of fun that you guys were having, and we we had our own take on it. We had our own thing, and we always did it out of love and respect for what you guys were doing, and we were happy to do it in conjunction with you or battling with you or whatever, but uh, you guys were a big part of the reason why we ever wanted to do this because it was all about family from the get-go for us and hashtag fuck twit wow <laughs> i'm not gonna I, I, i'm not gonna say it uh i was gonna say it and then he fucking said it no their last show was really good too and i i don't i don't mean to bag on those guys but they're yeah. not part of the family urban j man part of the family this is the family this is the real lucha click y'all this is how it goes down love you guys if i can help you in any way you just let me know and let us know if we need, you know, if I need to call Terry, have him help you out in Texas. I, I might need that, actually. Uh, I may need Terry, that. Look up Gibby Haynes, man. Go hang with Gibby Haynes. <laughs> you guys have a great night. Uh, yeah. Cheers, brother. Thank you, Urban. Thanks, Urban. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for sure. Yes, I yes. love his work. I think he's one of the greatest wrestlers of the modern era. I will not be watching this shit because I don't watch WWE, but I'm just glad his brain is okay and he is not having seizures and shit anymore because when I heard he was having seizures, I freaked the fuck out for his safety and thought him getting back in the ring is the dumbest fucking thing he could do. Okay, well, can I tell you what worries me about it? I'm listening to his promo and I'm like, hmm. He's talking about going to a lot of doctors and you're yep. a guy with a little bit of money. You got the WWE behind you. You go to enough doctors. Eventually somebody's going to clear you. They all cleared See, him. That would yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem uh, is I'm those sure multiple doctors cleared him. But what about the 10 guys before them that said, no fucking way. Don't get back in there, bro. Well, there's one guy. Also the WWE doctor, which was one that was the real obstacle, not clearing him that finally decided to, I guess. And that's, okay. But he also there's the, that one guy was against him, and then uh, he I think he talked a lot on some other podcast, but uh, he started doing something that helped his brain recover as well. Yeah, but man, there's so much we don't know about these head injuries, the CTE, right. and and get, don't get me wrong. See, I'm looking at this from a complete outsider, and and I feel like that's why I might have a unique opinion here. I did not watch Debray wrestle; he wasn't one of my guys. So I don't have the emotional connection to him that most fans do in his level of awesomeness. And I'm looking at him as the GM of Raw, this guy who used to wrestle. I know he was a great wrestler that everybody liked. But my connection to him, I'm just saying, man, if you're a guy who has a spot, who has a paycheck, who's part of the business and an influential part of the business at that, if there's even a chance 
that you could really end your own health. This is a guy who's got a wife, a family, and is it worth the risk for him to come back? Like I saw those drop kicks he was throwing. It's like, wow, I've never seen this guy really wrestle before. And that, that's some spot on stuff. Looks like this guy can go. But he also looked like those for regular old drop kicks are pretty risky. Like this looks like the kind of guy that I've seen before where they push real hard. They're never going to give you a slower, weaker match. Is this really a smart move for this guy at this point in his career? Allegedly, well, he, he did throw those drop kicks. Uh, where it's they do the backflip, and he did. Byron, did he do a flying headbutt? He used to. He used no, to. He but he's not to. now, right? I don't snack. think he is. I don't think he will. But he did throw a snap German suplex, which is another land on your head and neck move. Yeah, but that's not as bad as a flying headbutt. Like flying headbutt is what made Benoit Benoit. You know what yep. I mean? Like, um. Yeah, I, you know, if he did find a way, some kind of research, some kind of technique that actually repaired the pathways in his brain that have been damaged, I think that's really significant. And this can be a breakthrough for a lot of things, uh, if that's what's happening there. Um, brain's complicated. I just had to take a class on fucking developmental psychology, and it was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. Uh, but even harder than that was physiological psychology, which I had to take in my undergrad, and that was terrible. And that was all brain chemicals and why things work the way they do and damaging parts of the brain and the horrible, horrible things that can happen if you just hit your head slightly the wrong way. And uh, I, I, I hope that he's in a spot that when you're in a business that you get your bell rung a lot, that maybe he can take a couple more and not reset what has happened. You know what I mean? Like... It's yeah. it's scary, but he was well, anyway. one of the doctors that he went to is on the record saying that he shows no sign of prior brain injury at this point. That's right. And they're going to impact test him after okay. every match. Until right. They but look, money talks. Is this because he's getting offers from other places? Is this because they, they see a paycheck at WrestleMania out of him? Like, I mean, I think it's a lot of different things. Uh, yeah. I think I think the one thing to remember is that no matter whether he was cleared or not by WWE doctors, uh, he would have gone somewhere else and he would have wrestled mm -hmm. because the doctors he was going to were, we're saying clear. that it was fine. Yeah. And it was the WWE doctors that were basically holding him back. So, so who was deprived here? New Japan? Uh, fans? Well, maybe was pretty interested. I mean, yeah. he even went and followed Lucha blog on Twitter so he could uh, find what CMLL matches he can do. Yeah. I mean, he grew his hair out for the Puestas match that he wanted to do when his contract was up. Oh, man. Um, he could be son of sadness in Lucha Underground. Oh, Jesus. But Christ. it's really anyone, like any of the shows could grab him. Yeah. I mean, All I'm saying is don't put him against Cody's no matter story. what, guys. I think we can I think we can all agree, Byron. Don't put him in the ring with Seth Rollins. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. I would love to see D Bry's head versus Seth Rollins' knee. I think the only match that really matters now that D is coming back, uh, that everyone needs to see is him versus Kurt Angle. That's what everyone wants to see. Really? I I mean, everyone wants to see him in Nakamura, too. It, yeah, but the problem is we they would let Brian and Angle go, but they won't right. let... I mean, we'll see if they would ever let Nakamura go once WrestleMania comes He's around. not the same anymore. He doesn't even have the same knee to the head. 
Yeah, or no one can hear you. No one near your microphone. He said it's a different knee to the head. Basically, the the Bamaye and the Kinshasa are two different knees. But yeah, and the only way you get fucked up with Shinsuke is if you don't know that he doesn't do a back suplex. He does like a flippy thing. Yeah, the little inverted power slam. The throw. Yeah, but I don't know. I think there's interesting matches there. I think AJ is an interesting match too. He's. Did they win Ring of Honor? I believe they did. I can't yeah, but remember. I mean, on the WWE stage, that's got to be a match you want to see. Is oh, yeah. Versus AJ. No, but it's you, cool. You it's Shinsuke. cool with Shinsuke because Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan used to be fucking roommates in the New Japan Dojo. They used to live. Yeah. That's an awesome story. They've yeah. been wanting a match. They've been asking for a match together for years. Also, years, Ambrose yeah. has had great matches with Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel yeah. Bryan is one of those guys who has that indie cred and he's able to have that work Let's rate, see, okay. but he and, can and go on the, the entertainment side too. You saying the Ambrose thing gives me a glimpse into where the whole thing's going to go. Cause that's the match you're actually going to get. That's the long feud you're going to get. And now it's just going to suck bro. in the mid card for that. No, it's going to go all fall long and it's going to, it's going to dry up after the first two weeks, Byron. Well, I actually think that, I, don't, I, don't I think that they're going to let him work a limited schedule. I don't think he's going to go full time, so I don't even think it's going to be. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It'll be they'll do they'll they'll come in hot with a match with him and Ambrose in some kind of, of form, and then they'll just go back and forth on the mic with shitty stick work for all through fall when all the big stars are taking a rest, and then they'll actually have a match at some throwaway pay per view. It'll be some mid-card match for no title that doesn't get any kind of heat. They'll bust their asses for no reason because everyone will fucking forget. And then at the WrestleMania the following year, they'll do like two weeks of lead up and then actually give Debra somebody interesting. Could you guys fill me in because I haven't been watching. You know, I read things here or there. What the fuck's Dean Ambrose even doing right now? No, he has a he has a an injury. He's not going to be around for a while. But Ambrose oh, yeah. did really well with AJ Styles, and I would say that a uh, feud with AJ Styles would be a similar type of arrangement. Did really well. Bryan. That's why yeah. they did the shit with the tag belts. Is because what is, wait, what is your definition of did really well? Like had it uh, had a program that nobody cared about that didn't really go anywhere. What is everyone your heard about Ambrose and AJ Styles and uh, Ellsworth was in it? It was when SmackDown was at its best. Oh, it was when Ellsworth and was recently. fucking dope. Yeah, that's that true. was really great stuff. By know, the way, like James able. Ellsworth tomorrow at the Wrestling Guy store. Uh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I mean, I love I love that Ellsworth is there. I love that he's making the rounds out here in Southern California, but it's almost sad. It's like this guy was so over. Then he just got yeah. burned, and now that he's got to do this shit, and he's got to hustle for money. And he was a made guy, like what six months ago. Yeah, about. Yeah. That look, it's just it just goes to show you, man. This wrestling game is hard business. It comes, it goes I'm, fast. I'm just saying, in real life, he's better for Carmelo than Big Cass. I'm just saying that guy's a dick. Look <laughs> <laughs> well, up. That was. Yeah, that was my biggest pet, pet peeve on SmackDown this week. By the way, is that. I don't know if anybody watched or cared, but Carmella did this spot where she runs in when Charlotte's all jacked up from her, her fight with Natalia and uh, she, uh, turns, she turns in the money in the bank briefcase, but because they never rang the bell, it didn't happen. And then Charlotte still lost. It was the strangest finish I've seen in ages. Like it made no sense. 
This should be something nice. when the ref gets it, that should be it. Like get their little blurry on that whole thing. Well, I mean, any- Brian, and when he was Money in the Bank champions, no. he didn't see it. Yeah. This, um, and eventually it's- he ended up winning, but you know. So weird though. It's like anytime the announcers have to explain the finish for three minutes before they can even go to commercial. Yeah. That was poorly written, guys. Yeah, they did it with Daniel Bryan. So, like, Big Show punched him in the face and knocked him out, so the match didn't count. Yeah. Uh, but it was just bad. It was like, oh, we didn't ring the bell, so it didn't start. And it's like, okay, I get it. I, I understand completely what you're saying. But why run angles that for no one in the arena got it? And you no, know, not a single person in the arena had it. The first time it happened, everyone had the same reaction you're happening you're having now. And they fucking did it again. Yeah, exactly my point. It's like, like come on. Um, so anyway, I'll have a UFC preview next week. That should be very interesting. I got some things to say about that. But this week, I think I'll leave it alone. I'm good. If you guys have anything else on your lists of notes and things you're coming in hot about that you need to talk about? New um, Japan, Strong Style Evolved. Jim and I are going. Come say hi. Find us. It's going to be really tomorrow? awesome. Uh, so I'll, I can run down the lineup real quick. Um so for new japan strong style evolved this is sunday uh it's going to be on access tv uh in the u.s in uh anywhere outside of the u.s it's going to be on new japan world wait wait Uh, it's going to be on access tv when in june no it'll be airing live on access tv dope yeah so if you have access you can watch it Um, but i'm busy working uh, it's good. This is the card right now. It is uh, Rapongi 3000 and Rocky Mer- Rocky Romero versus SoCal Uncensored, which is Scorpio Sky, uh, Kazarian, and Christopher Daniels. Then they we have themselves after that website. That's what I've always wondered. Wow, but who knows? Um, no, they totally did. That's that's yeah. amazing. Um, so next match we have David Finley and Juice Robinson versus uh, Haruki Goto and uh, Gato, which. I get to see uh, Goto wrestle live for the first time, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we got been- Ch- Chuck Taylor and Toriyanu versus the Killer Elite Squad, which is uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. I, I believe Chuck Taylor I, from Chaos. That's I believe weird. Byron and I have no sold one of those two people before. Possibly. Yeah, and you know what? They deserved it because Killer Elite Squad fucking sucks. There, I said it. <laughs> uh, next match. Uh, Bullet Club is fine. I don't know because we have uh, Gorillas of Destiny, Tangaloa, and Tamatanga versus the villain Marty Skrull and Cody. Did I, sure I tell you is. guys what a nonce means? Oh, we we know what a nonce means, but you want to tell the viewers? Uh, uh, is there a nonce in that match? Just so you Should know, we get nonce Marty on the show. Maybe dumbass. he's British. Explain this to me. Nonce doesn't mean dumbass. It means pedophile. Interesting, because I've heard some nonce lately. Pedo. He's got to be a pedo. Um, Next match, uh, you know, standard New Japan 10-man tag. uh, Mm -hmm. Dragon Lee, Kushida, Taguchi, and Tanahashi versus LIJ. So Hiromu Takahashi, Bushi, Sonata, and, of course, Tetsuya Naito. That sounds better than the Battle Royal at this year's uh, Raider Reyes. Then, unfortunately, the match we didn't get to – we're not getting now because Ray tore his uh, tricep. We're not seeing no. Ray versus Liger. Now we're seeing Liger versus Will Ospreay. That's going to be a good fucking match, though. Still I wouldn't be, be surprised match. if there's WWE lawyer shenanigans with Ray not wrestling. 
No, but, he's hurt. He's hurt he's legit. Hurt. He's um, really hurt. Yeah. Mm. Then uh, we have w- probably one of the matches that's non main event that I'm most excited for. It's uh, Chaos versus Suzuki Gun, uh, Tomohiro Ishii and, Kazu- and Kazuchika Okada versus Zack Saber Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. So stoked for that. Yeah. Why? You realize that Zack Saber Jr. being in that is really just going to make the entire thing not credible. Oh, no. Minoru's He's part of Suzuki Gun. No fucking wrong. He's yeah. part of Cirque du Soleil. He, there's nothing about him that no ever place. makes you think I that he can beat anyone up. Because I didn't think Suzuki was going to be on the fucking show, and he's on the fucking, fucking show. show. God damn it. <laughs> and then uh, then we have uh, the U.S. title match, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion, uh, Jay White, Switchblade, whatever. Switch whatever. Switchblade. Uh, versus Hangman Page of the Bullet Club. I like Switchblade. I liked him better when he was just face New Zealander Jay White when he was doing Switchblade with a passion. I think he's the fucking worst thing that's ever happened. When he debuted a Switchblade, I'm like, oh, this is so disappointing. But you know, it is what it is. He has some work to do there. But I mean, um, what's the gimmick going for? It's not going going for for like the Raven coolness factor. What is it? It's Kenny Omega five years ago. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then your main event, the Golden Lovers. Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi versus the Young Bucks. It'd be great. And the crowd pops. Okay. I would go just to see that. I would go just to see Minoru Suzuki stand in the ring and call everyone in the audience fucking assholes and say that he hopes they go outside and get hit by a car. That was that would have been totally worth my $111. Have the Golden Lovers hit their double knee yet? I believe they have on like other shows, but you know. I'm I'm a little I'm a little sad. Um, that my hero Izuka isn't on the show, but I'm glad because I'm not going. Uh, um, I'm I'm upset that we'll never, unfortunately, here in America, in anytime soon, we'll get to see uh, Shibata wrestle. Okay. But but uh, well, you know he's, he's gonna be running training. the dojo. Yeah, they, they, um, my homeboys over at Hardway Limited are doing a new Shibata shirt that just says "I'm alive." That is all. Like that's pretty fucking awesome. That. Uh, yeah, that's gonna. That be- was one of my favorite moments of watching wrestling when I got. I was watching that show live, so stoked I was watching it live. And then Shibata comes out right before intermission. And hey, Casey, crowd. Yeah, we have a request from Dustin from New York, and I think you should do this next week because I think we're gonna go Friday next week if you're available. Um, your top ten favorite luchadors of all time and why? Okay, yeah, I'll I'll put a list together. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Casey can probably probably bust that out right now. But let's make people come back next week and hear that. So or next yeah, time Casey's yeah. on the show. Dustin, since you share a name with one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, I, I will do that for you. Next <laughs> time. So. Um, so, yeah, that's the card for uh, New Japan. Um, yeah, as Byron mentioned, he, I, and J-Man, and I guess Vic, too, will be, Vic, will be, will be there in Long Beach. So I do got to say, guys. Out, if Azuka's gonna be there, awesome. you better fucking sell for him when he runs through the audience and run away like you're scared. And I want you to scream as loud as you can when you do it. Byron's pretty good. He's he's kind of got like the Dudley from different strokes when he was in Friday the thirteenth part five. Uh, he's running at us when we're scared. Dude, fucking fucking Azuka, dude, when he's like going all crazy through the audience. Well, here's the the thing is it's like they haven't announced that he's gonna be there or Taka, and I feel like Taka's yeah. gotta be there to hold on to him. But I will as yeah, as been 
stated previously on this show, I will sell because that's the proper thing to do. That is the proper thing to do. And and you need Taka to sell Zack Saber Jr. shirts. Wait, wait, what is wait? Whoa, 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 whoa! What does that comment mean, Jim? I don't understand that. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, Ultima Lucha three. Did we talk about the wrench thing on the air? Because we're allowed to talk about it now. Like we did, right? I don't. Mm. I think it was a part of the lost broadcast. Yeah. I, I don't think it was. I don't think we talked about it because we were too busy talking about how people got run over at the freaking taco truck. Yeah. Which um, was tragic. Okay, next next week, if we didn't tell the story, someone say, guys, you didn't tell the story of the fan no selling the I don't I don't but, think you I don't think you guys brought it up, but since that's Ultima Lucha 3, I'll bring up something that happened at Ultima Lucha 4, which is not really a spoiler. And uh Oh, this is basically it spoiled yeah. some things, but it wasn't the fucking plot or storyline. Yeah, so it, it didn't even really it's it didn't even start at Ultima Lucha. It started the day before on the Friday. So I'm not going to name names because, frankly, I don't know the name. Uh, but basically, at some point, the first half of the show on Friday, uh, we Byron, uh, Byron, Justin and I were sitting in yeah. the front row, the the uh bench seats of section B and you know, one of the seats wasn't taken because uh, Boo Rocco gave us a seat, decided to sit elsewhere, which is fine. But, uh, and thank you for the seats again, sir. Oh yeah. We would have all not been sitting together and scattered all over the place and weird seats and Boo, Boo Rocco hooked us up. Thanks. Boo. So when we come back from intermission, uh, I'm just calling, I'm going to call him Mark because that's what he was. And Which is know, fine because I, I changed Byron's nickname to Money Mark since he's flying back to LA for the second week in a row yeah. for a wrestling event. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. Casey, you'll remember this guy is uh, that one day he was Dario Jr. and he kept yelling dad towards the office in between oh, matches. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus okay. Christ. All right. I didn't even know there was that story. So I'll just elaborate <laughs> on that even more. Um, so Mark comes over and asks, hey, I noticed that you guys have an extra seat. Can I sit there? And I'm like, whatever. And um, keep in know, mind, I had said no before that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, the thing is, you know what? If you if you're asking some something of someone like that, the least you could do is be respectful. And this guy was not respectful. So throughout the entire rest of the show, instead of just standing and sitting where he's supposed to be, he keeps moving up like he spent a lot of the time halfway up the mat, the floor mat. So like he's halfway to the ring when, you know. My my rule when you go to the temple is if you're assigned a seat, you stay there unless you're told to move by talent or by crew because of something happening. Or by an angry Mil Muertes exactly. coming right at yeah. you. Yeah. Who doesn't even have to say it. He just does this. My, my, my rule is that you don't pat heels on the back and high five them in the middle of the match when the cameras are on everyone because yeah. they're heels. This is, they should have punched him in the face. Yeah, and this is this goes along with it too. Like he kept going up to people and patting him on the back and saying something. It's like they're literally either working your match or the match has ended and they're selling it and they're leaving. Stop trying to have a conversation with them because it's not the fucking time. Um so yeah like you and so every time he kept stepping up onto the mat to get get a closer look which we all had the same look. He kept blocking me. So I'm like, dude, can you take a step back? And he kept having to do it. And I had to keep asking him, which I shouldn't have to. Um, so that was day one. And then the day of Ultima Lucha on that Saturday, 
he's seated in the second row of the bowling alley. So as we mentioned before, this is kind of like off to the corner, uh, but it's still technically floor. At multiple times during the show, I noticed he would come out of the second row of the bowling alley and walk up to the high spots area to watch what was going on. So to me, this is disrespectful of the fans because you're getting, you're moving from your seat, which has been assigned to you to get a better look. Number two, you're disrespecting the talent because you're getting in their way. And number three, you're just disrespecting the crew because you're getting in their, in their way as well. I saw him get in the way of the uh, camera lady who usually operates in that corner as well as the, uh, the cable handler. It's because he's not in an actual area that's designated for audience. You're literally in the middle of the mat where all the high spots are and you're just there to cheer and pat people on the back. Like, dude, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. That is not your spot. You're disrespecting everyone by doing that because you're being a fucking mark just so you can get a better view and pat people on the back. No. Yeah, bullshit. I didn't even I didn't even get the point Fuck of it. That guy. And this isn't even somebody who comes all the time, all the time. Like he's been there before. And I give anybody who's been there a few times a certain amount of respect, but you're not you're not talking about like, you know, Victor or Alberto or Johnny Ace or these guys that are always there. You know, or Mallory or any or Rebecca, like you're not talking about those people or Mill. This guy comes once or twice a season and is a problem every fucking time. And he knows other people there. And I'm sure we're going to piss a few people off saying it, but fuck off, bro. Like, <laughs> just go away. It's garbage. So shit like this is why, like, I don't. It's part of the reason why I don't go to shows anymore. Because wrestling fans like really annoy me sometimes, you know, like present company excluded. Look, no, he would have been the one that would have really gotten under your skin this time. No, case. I mean, he like, has Casey knows him. You got a room yeah. full of 400, 500 people and somehow just one random asshole can really actually deter uh, you from enjoying a large portion of the, the performances. Yeah. Right. And the thing, the funny thing is like uh, where we were sitting uh, for Ultima Lucha, uh, the guy in the as we're sitting in front of us is like, oh yeah, my buddy sat next to you. I'm like, uh huh, great. Like they yeah. were super angry. Like just don't do anything that he did. And those guys were fine. Those guys are actually yeah, good they fans. Like, they uh, come more than he does. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I don't know why they were putting him over. The, you don't really you don't see anything really disrespectful by any regulars that we see. And for the most part, new a lot of new people aren't that way because they don't know what to expect. So they just sit quietly and they're like, oh, what's going on? Uh, but this guy, like like I said, to come out of the second row and he's all the way at the end. So he's literally crossing everyone in his row, going around them, going around the high spot seated area, going around the high spot camera people. It's like, no, dude. And like, look, Lucha Underground camera people and producers are good. If they need you to be a part of the show, they'll make you part of the show. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let them do their jobs. They oh. know. And another thing I forgot is at one point, and obviously no spoilers, uh, talent was thrown into the fence area of that and kind of landed into him. And when he hit the wall, he just started laughing. And <sighs> Justin and Byron can attest to this. I yelled at him, fucking sell. And then I he started selling. I started yelling. Like I literally had to look away. Like I couldn't stomach it. I'm hoping, oh my God, I hope they just cut all of this spot out now. And then By Byron is looking like grabbing me like, dude, what is going on? And then all of a sudden I just see Jim 
pointing at the guy and yelling yeah. at him, "Fucking sell, sell you motherfucker, sell." And then, so he Thank sells you. for a little. This is him selling. He's basically like, "Oh." He went so far the other way, though. He went 180 degrees the other way, Casey. It wasn't like a oh. Uh, He's like, oh, oh, oh no! Somebody hit me! But he, but he, oh, man. he did, he did the fucking, uh, he did the transfer six. Holy shit! Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's also worth noting this guy was wearing two pairs of sunglasses on his head. Two pairs of sunglasses, two pairs of uh, worldwide underground bandanas, like different colors. That's some Tommy Wiseau shit right there, man. Yeah. So basically, he laughed, he sold, and then quickly laughed again. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of selling? But yeah, yeah, at this point, I had worked my way next to him so I could actually, I just elbowed him back for the rest of the match. Did you work your way there or did he work your his no, way I, around to you because no, of the no. talent he kept trying to pat in the back? I, I pushed past Byron and I stood right next to him and I just put my arm kind of in front of him and pushed him back. Yeah. And then so when Ultima Lucha let out, he started, he came up to me. He's like, hey man, that was great, right? I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, you should have worn your green shirt. No spoilers. I'm like, and I just looked at him and I walked away. Like totally <laughs> no sold him. Like I'm not having this bullshit conversation with you. Yeah. yeah he tried so. to talk to me and I just walked right past him and went into the pisser. And the thing is, I think everyone here knows and everyone who's seen me at the temple knows I'm pretty respectful of everyone. You know, I Man, respect we everyone. Stop and talk yeah. to everyone too. Everyone. Like if I am yeah. no selling you at the temple, either I've completely gone deaf from Byron screaming in my ear which is possible, or yeah, you have severely done something to irk me, which is pretty damn rare. I mean, I talked to everyone there to the point where Casey hated going to the temple with me because I would stop and talk to everyone. <laughs> that's I'm that's one of, of my favorite things to go into the shows is seeing the people. Of, I'd say Jim's probably the nicest of all of us, actually. Uh, Justin's pretty nice, but I'd say Jim's probably the nicest of everyone because he brings new people to the temple uh well i nah, guess i don't do that. does too shit. well a couple i have i've brought a few i brought i brought a couple this year too oh yeah i brought it i brought a newbie and sat him in the front row who had never been to any professional wrestling show oh, before <laughs> yeah byron did that too with his Weston, mind was man. blown yeah byron did that too with our homeboy weston and he fucking loved that shit yeah i think i think we have a new convert from from mine as well who was also named casey nice There's another casey Oh, I was like, where's Casey? I was like, see, I brought him. And they were like, that's not the Casey we're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. But yeah, that was my gripe about the marks, because like it's just that that irked me to no end, even though like he wasn't doing that to me on during Ultima Lucha Day. I felt bad for everyone he disrespected while he was doing that shit, just so we can get a better view or just so we could pat some talent on the back. I yeah, it was a little crackish. Like some shows that a lot of people do that kind of stuff to me to seek my approval, and I really hate it. And it's like, don't seek my approval. I'm just some dude. Seek the wrestler's approval. Leave me alone. Hey, Casey, I have a question for you. Here, what's up? If you were gonna buy some cool gear for, uh, you know, from your favorite luchador, what what website would you go to? I would go to luchashop.com. See. Totally not scripted at all, and Casey knew the right answer. I love that. Yeah, I almost said high spot. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say high spot, you son of a bitch. Actually, you can. They're, they're, they're got decent stuff too. But they yeah, sell their stuff too, so it's fine. Um, Look, yeah, by the way, I, I pro showed this to everyone uh, beforehand, but my notes actually do say 
fucking marks when bringing uh, up this uh, <laughs> this topic. It's so. a list of offenses. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I wanted no, to make sure. Uh, Luchashop.com. Uh, I gotta say, don't just follow Lucha Shop. Follow Mass Republic. Look at the stuff that's upcoming because Mass Republic has been selling the coolest. They've been showing us previews of the coolest shit. And I don't think I got to talk about the toys on the show. Did I get to talk about the toys? I don't believe so. Because I fucking want the toys, you guys. Um, So Mass Republic, the people behind LuchaShop.com have partnered with Super 7, the awesome toy company. Go to Super7Store.com right now. Check out some of the shit they have. It's Super7Store.com. I love their stuff, right? They do reaction figures. They brought back the muscle figures. Like, check this out. This is fucking Battle Cat is a muscle figure made out of snot green plastic. Super 7 did that, okay? And uh, it's the only thing I have of theirs that's in reach, or I would show you something more exciting. But uh, they, uh, they have the Mass Republic Legends of Lucha Libre license now. So they're going to be doing muscle figures like that you guys remember them from the 80s right the little pink dudes and they eventually came yeah. out with other colors that were wrestlers uh they're gonna be actual licensed luchadors coming out there's going to be uh reaction figures as well uh and i'm talking wrestlers like tianieblas fucking solar one of the best technical wrestlers that's ever lived and blue demon uh, some of them are going to be like in their, their wrestling gear and then they're going to be doing um, some of the guys are going to be coming in suits too. So they're going to do a two pack. I think that's an exclusive to somewhere that's blue demon and solar and suits with their Lucha mask on looking all dapper and shit. And uh, these are five points of articulation. The reaction figures were made to look kind of like the, uh, the Kenner star Wars figures from the eighties. So that's the kind of oh, retro no. level of detail that you're looking at. But uh, they're pretty exciting. They haven't announced prices yet, but all those reaction figures are usually 15 bucks a pop, so you can probably expect that. Uh, the muscle figures, it depends on how they, they parcel them out. Um, but it's a really big deal because Super 7's doing WWE muscle figures, and they're doing Mass Republic Lucha figures. So they are on equal footing with WWE in this licensing deal here. In fact, they have more stuff to offer from this company than WWE is going to. And uh, I, I congratulate them on this, and I really want these fucking toys. And that dude. stuff's going to be available at LuchaShop.com, right? Yes, definitely. They will be. And uh, what's on LuchaShop.com right now that people can buy? Because there's some cool shit up there right now. I don't know. Did they put up the uh, Chris Jericho stupid idiot shirt or the, the Disco Inferno stupid idiot shirt, I should say, that Chris Jericho made? <laughs> That's hey, quite, quite possibly the best thing I've heard about all year. Awesome. You know, okay. My favorite thing uh, was the limited edition Disco Inferno action figure <laughs> uh, that they actually made and they sold, and I think they sold out of. Uh, one thing is um, the, the, the Pentagon chubby shirt is only from Pentagon. It's not on the, the website right now. Um, but check out this live fast dirudo shirt that you can get on there right now fucking dope they got they got a few different designs it's a motto we should all live by right here i will say i did see some of the shirts at the temple this season yeah we, we, we won't we won't alert sparkles to what they were but yes there were a few that made it through 
And uh, um, let's see here. I don't want to heat that? with sparkles. I've heard that having heat with sparkles can be a very <laughs> intense situation. And that's all I'll say Shout about that. Sparkles, yep. my Instagram friend. I'm not going to have heat with sparkles anytime soon. I will only wear temple approved merchandise. I will not cause a ruckus in meetings and I will put sparkles over. We will and chat sparkles. <laughs> Luchashop.com right now. You can pre-order your official pro grade autographed Puma King mask. That's Puma King, not some bitch ass prince. That is Puma King. That's dope. You can also get your Expo Lucha uh, VIP packages there still too, right? Yes, you yes. can. You can also pre-order your official pro-grade autographed Phoenix mask, Ray Phoenix, uh, which is a different design than some of the ones you might have been able to buy before. You can see the cross in the middle there ah. and the kind of different uh, side flames. It's a dope mask. Uh, we all love Ray Phoenix on this show. All huge Look fans. I have. There you go. I have a, I have a Ray Phoenix this is the mask he won the PWG tech belts in with his Lucha brother. Did that ever did that other mask ever show up, Byron? Or are you getting that this weekend? Uh I'm waiting. I'm waiting on it. Like I'm in contact about it. It has to it has to be mailed to Los Angeles. It's gotta clear customs. Yeah, I know it'll be mailed to me. You can send it to my house if you want. Uh I'll think about it. I'll I want that might be Hey, and when is Ellsworth that wrestling guy store? Does anybody know? Uh, tomorrow, I believe, from 11 to 1, something like that. It's check that out. Or not, or not, is it tomorrow or Sunday? I'll have to double check. Let me check now. Well, look it up. Uh, you can go to at wrestling guy HP on Twitter, and I'm sure it's up there. Um, Give those guys some love, some support, and they've been really doing right by a lot of indie performers and Lucha Underground talent and giving them uh, places to come and make a few dollars, do some cool signings, sell and some And that merch. wrestling guy's a nice fucking dude. I like that guy. It's, He's cool, it, man. You know, anybody anybody who you can see on a regular basis wearing a Cleveland Indians hat's good people. Yeah, horrible taste in baseball, but good people. Ah, screw you. Uh, Hopefully I'll see the game at the uh, home opener the, uh, for the Angels where they're playing the He'll Indians. Be so Ellsworth will be there. Uh, Ellsworth will be there on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, and let's see, Math Pro, Math Pro is not this Friday, but next Friday, right, I believe? I believe so. That's probably your next uh, big local wrestling show other than New Japan here in the LA area. Of, uh, local wrestling guys. Uh I I got I got a little I got to get in my Prime account so I say it right really Killer quick. Cross is going to be at that Mav Pro show I believe too defending his Mav Pro heavyweight title. So that might be worth going to. Maybe I can make it out to that one. Uh let's see here. Sorry guys. I my thing's dumb. Which means I'm dumb. Uh, okay, so uh, so you guys uh, know about PCW Ultra, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, I, what's really cool is a lot of their shows are on Amazon Prime streaming. So yep. if you have Amazon Prime right now, you can watch the shows for free. I, I went to the train in Little Tokyo. I downloaded one of their shows because, you know, the Amazon Prime app you can download onto your phone and not have to use data. And I was just watching wrestling on the train. I was watching Pentagon fucking wrestle Johnny Mundo on the train. It was great. I believe so, you can do Ultra. You have an Android phone. I don't believe you can do that on iPhones. Uh, I'm sorry that I fucking have a good phone. I I have a Google Pixel 2. Oh, nothing. Um, not the XL because they're pieces of shit. Best camera I've ever had on a phone. 
The dick um, pics are amazing. I'll send you all some. No thanks. It's like all right, guys. I gotta get out of here. Got some things to do. Yep, um, yep. Receiving some dick it's pics. It's been fun. Uh, thanks to Urban Heretic One Eight Seven, the man, yes. for stopping by, hanging out with Good us luck, tonight. Brother. A lot of people really did ask about him, so hopefully all those people yeah. will watch this show. Uh, I have to tell DJ to tune into it too because I'm sure he will be interested to to see Urban back at it again with us. And uh, J Man will be in town. J Man will be in town tomorrow. Byron, yeah. record something, even if it's audio, with J Man, so we can play it on the show next week. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I think and we would love for the to audience while he's somewhere near actual internet service. Yeah, film it with your phone. Record it so we can see pictures of J-Man. You see his pretty face. He's a handsome man. But um, We'll I do some shots at the, the bar beforehand. And then for we'll the audience, for the people that have been at the shows and asking about me, get a hobby, man. Ask about, I'm just some dude. You know. Screw that. I'm mad you even showed up because there's two days left, people. Actually, till Monday at 10 a.m., you can still order a Where Is Casey t-shirt. Or a coffee cup. One of our hottest selling t-shirts ever go to teespring.com search mass mats and mayhem and you shall find the where is casey t-shirt it's also in the link down below if you click show more on the description you can find all of our twitters you can find urban's twitter i think click uh show more right here you get some dick pics yeah, you know, you i'm not right, saying just go down pics. here go down here um, but let me tell you that shirt has been selling so well fucking nwo numbers Fucking awesome 316 numbers. It might be our best selling shirt now. I have to check the numbers. I know the uh the solid M logo shirt is was our best seller even more than the OG one. Um, but I think the the Where's Casey shirt has definitely beaten the OG one now and may be ahead of this. And I'm planning on ordering one this weekend myself, so I might yeah, be the person that puts it over the top for you. One. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, that was just to get the, that was a primer. That was a primer. That was like sucking a little bit of gas out of the tank, but not swallowing it. And all proceeds go to buying me a Nintendo Switch. Justin doesn't know this yet, oh, but it's been decided. Uh, I, I kind of want one. And um, no, um, seriously though, don't be the only motherfucker without a Where is Casey shirt. Because everyone else is going to make fun of you and say, look, he's still wearing the fucking MMM show logo. Or he's wearing the one that like the yellow, the white looks yellow and shit. The original printing that me and Jim have. Hey, those have those have a certain value to them now because hey, they're in as, as, uh, as seen on Lucha Underground and will be seen on Monday Night Raw when I go for the one after WrestleMania. Well, Let's yeah. hope so. Hell yeah. Um, you know what? We might not sell shirts like Bruce Pritchard does uh, and Tony Schiavone. They got a million shirts. Uh, 30 different shirts in one week. Yeah. Jim, you got yeah. anything you want to add? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Jimmy V. Um, as we mentioned previously, me along with Byron and J-Man and Vic will be at uh, New Japan this weekend on Sunday. I'll be at WonderCon tomorrow. Oh, uh, shit. Have fun, dude. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to uh, Mike Kingston, who, who writes Headlocked Comic. Kofi's uh, mother. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have uh, RVD at the booth tomorrow. So if you're watching hey, this live. Or if you're and watching I want you to go up to Mike Kingston and shake his hand and say, you were a damn good DDT Iron Man. Iron Man champion. Heavy metal weight champion. Yes. And uh, that's just you know what he's a he's a good dude because that's his fucking promo picture yep and uh i want to say um my what other podcast read more horror comics you can find us 
at RMHC Podcast on Twitter. We just released a new episode today. So I'm doing two podcasts today, motherfuckers. Your shit is dropping all over the place. Yeah. Or you know what? I tweeted the link on me at Lucha Gringo at Twitter. You can find it there. It's a pretty fun episode. We talk a lot about toys and not a lot about the comic we were supposed to read because we get more off topic than this show. So it's well, all this actually showed up at my house from the Toys R Us closeout that's happening right now, which is so sad. OK, so. you know what? That closeout is fucking bullshit. All right. I drove by it and it says 30 percent off on the signs. You get really close and it says up to in tiny letters. Oh, the whole dude. store was 10 percent off. Yeah. Give it a couple of weeks. And man, once it gets down to bare bones, it's going to be super cheap in there. And sad. All right. So we got Jim. We got Casey. We talked about Urban. Hey, Byron, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Stay calm and stay in the mix. Man, I didn't get to make fun of his hat, dude.